Welcome back to the Noble Core Podcast. We are your hosts, John the Chief. And the Twitterless Crunt. <laughs> Oof. Uh, this episode, we've got a lot of shenanigans to talk about. <laughs> we've already uh, had a pretty fun like pregame, so you know we're already we're, we're already, already hyped, uh, we're already hyped. But you know, first thing on the hype list, right off the drop pod, Halo Infinite is launching Fall 2021. Ah, finally, that is hype, but bro. A little further, but finally, <laughs> but also pain. It's hype and pain. Hype and pain. Yeah, it's hype and pain, bro. But it's coming. It's CVT, dude. We're almost at 2020, and that means that means we're almost there again, again. <laughs> <laughs> dude this whole year has been cbt <laughs> yeah it is it has dude fucking waiting for halo infinite bro it is it is hard especially you know since they delayed it there has been like no news there's been like no news since they delayed it until <laughs> you know, do that i know until like what is it the day or the day before the day before or two days before the game awards you know they came out with this huge fucking article and joe staden the new head of Halo Infinite, or like the director, I think, the creative director. Yeah, it comes. I was like, oh yeah, we're launching in fall 2021. Which, I mean, you know, you guys know, like, I was betting money on March, dude. I was betting money. Yeah, you were like betting money, and I was like, I was oh, like dude, there's no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah, you? Oof. <laughs> and I was just like, I dude, I remember reading that, and it was like my heart dropped for a second. I was like, oh. Okay, well, that's how it is. I guess we're just going to get hyped for, for, for fall. And you, there's a lot of things I forgot is happening um, in 2021 if, as far as Halo goes, which we'll jump into a little bit later. But, you know, they did actually, you know, they came out with some um, multiplayer screenshots uh, that may come. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen them. Like, they, like they were in the um, in the update. And I, I dead ass thought like the actual pictures of the map was concept art. It looks so good. Yeah, it looked incredible. I didn't, I didn't know for like thirty minutes while looking at them, and then I saw the bomb work in progress. I was like, what? And then I go through and I kind of read through it, and I'm like, oh, those are, those are actual screenshots of the multiplayer. What the fuck? That looks so good. It looks so good. Dude, I was waiting for someone to get mad at the running animation. Just like the one picture oh, I'm sure, of the dude I'm running. Sure, I'm sure, bro. Sprint killed it for him, man. That's you know what? That's okay. Sprint's here to stay, fellas. It's good. It's a good day to die. I will say one thing I immediately noticed was how shiny those visors were. I know, dude. They came <gasps> out with the, some of the skins, bro. Mm, dude, and you saw so there's like the George inspired armor. Very similar yeah. to George's armor. And then so somebody took a comparison, took George's armor from Halo 5, compared it right next to it, dude. And it is like comparing Halo 1 to Halo like 4 or something. Huge difference, night and day. Like it's- I was like, I prefer Halo Infinite's like style direction so far by a long shot. By a long shot. By a huge amount. And the graphics, like like I said, I thought the because the uh those there's they're showing off the uh, what are the armor coatings like the different armor coatings in that in that kind of that picture there and like like i just it's it looks like concept art and it took me forever like you can zoom in and see it is not art it is an actual model like in engine model I'm like how the fuck does it look that good dude that delay was worth it 
I'd be just straight out, dude. Just for the pictures alone, I would, I would say that the delay was way worth it. Definitely. I know. And then, yeah, Joe Staten said he played when he came on the job, he played through the campaign twice. He said he loved it. Um, of course, he's going to say something like that, but he was going through like, you know, this is exactly what, like this is what we wanted to do with Halo, but bigger. So, oh, dude, that has me so hyped. Like, uh, and Joe Statham himself saying that, dude. The writer of Halo 2, the the creative director, a bunch of different titles. Like, bro, I am so excited. For he this. is. He is, in some terms for people, uh, to put it in perspective for you, Bungie Man. <laughs> he is the Bungie Man. Bungie Man. <laughs> Halo's going to so- be okay. <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy he's back, dude. I I feel Me so too. bad for Chris Lee, but dude, I am so excited that Joseph is back, dude. What happened to Chris Lee? <laughs> well, he was the yeah, so he was the the creative director of Halo Infinite, and then Joseph Stain came in after the delay, or a little bit before the delay, and they're the kind of the ones that you know decided that Halo Infinite needed to be delayed. You just need more time, and Chris Lee was the creative director, and I guess either he stepped down. Or he got fired, or he left. I don't know. But Joe State of Joe Staten um, replaced him, so now he's the creative director. And I Damn don't, man. I don't actually know what happened to Chris Lee, to be honest. Uh, um, bye, Chris. I guess. <laughs> big rip. Chris Lee's a cool dude, dude. I, I, I follow him a lot and just like sell him a lot. So it definitely kind of sucks. But man, Joseph Staten, bro. That's like hey, yeah, like you said, it's Bungie man. Bungie man. Bungie man. <laughs> we have to refer to him as Bungie man now. Because He's Bungie man. He's also grunt man. He is also grunt man. That's true. He is grunt man. He is the voice of the grunts. He said so himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a Staten. I speak for the grunts. <laughs> I speak for the grunts. I speak for the grunts. Instead of like the Lorax, dude. <laughs> Instead of the Lorax. Yeah, dude. I don't know, like just that little bit alone, and there's even more news for Halo after that. But just with that little update alone, bro, like I'm so excited for 2021 now, dude. Me too, especially because uh, I think it's going to be looking quite good. So you know, I a say, lot of stuff promised. Did I say 2022? I meant 2021. I could have said 2021. Maybe I did. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited, dude. I. I, I wish I was playing Halo Infinite right now, but Same. I'm just going to let it go because Halo Infinite is going to be better because of this. Cyberpunk is proof, and we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that a little bit later. But, John, you had actually some come up that you hadn't seen earlier, um, and you notified me about this, and I thought it was pretty cool. So you got Immediately, as soon as I read the article, yeah. So um, – I can't remember if it was my grandma sending me old articles or I somehow was scrolling something because, you know, Google sometimes has suggestions like, oh, read this article. And usually you're like, nah, Um, (laughs) I saw uh, a USB like like an HDMI stick that had an Xbox logo on it. And I was like, huh, it's like, is this like merch? Because I'll buy it. (laughs) Yeah, right. And I read up on it. And like, I guess it's a thought. I'm not sure if they're going to go through with it, but they might be doing xCloud like USB sticks. So like. Technically, you don't need an Xbox. You could go over to, I guess, a hotel, plug that in, connect it to the Wi-Fi, Bluetooth your controller to it. Boom. You are playing video games. Yeah, it's like streaming it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Xcloud works perfectly. You know, yeah. from what we've both played, that would be like such a, that would be such a big win, dude. That would dude, be awesome. A huge win. Yeah. So I was like, 
as soon as I got that information, I was just like podcast topic as well as we need to like, like hope this thing happens because I'm all for it. I know. And it, it's nice because like for you and I, this doesn't replace, you know, you know, our Xbox consoles. This is just like an on a go thing or, you know, you go over your buddies. He's got a spare TV. And you got, you know, he's got an extra controller and you want to play Halo 5. You don't have a split screen. But you just pop that sucker right in the TV and then you're playing Halo 5 together. Yeah, dude. And imagine this, like you can buy a small portable projector. Yeah, it may look like trash, but the thing is like you could still play with your friends. You could buy projectors like the like as big as like an Xbox controller or even smaller. Of course, True. it doesn't look great, but it's like if you guys are playing in a black room, like, you know, dark room, you can just plug that thing in, get power through it. Boom. You guys are playing like that's so, so cool. So, you know, I'd love to see stuff like that happen. Yeah, it still look decent. Yeah, it, it, it'd be awesome. It would be awesome. Um. Especially, you know, with, with uh, you know, free-to-play Halo coming and, you know, just the way they've been approaching all of Xbox recently. Not just the consoles, but all of the Xbox brand. That would be just... I'm surprised they haven't done this sooner, and I'm surprised if this isn't 100% confirmed. Because that is... It just feels like something that Xbox would absolutely do at this point. So I really hope it's real. Because I, I haven't looked into it further than what you've sent me. Yes, yeah, so I, I plan to kind of keep my research on it because, um, as you guys know, I am a sucker for xCloud. And, you know, I, I want there to be a big push for it because I think it's ingenious. Uh, so I'm hoping that becomes a real thing because it's like, cool, I don't have to bring a tablet. I don't technically need to use my phone. Like, I could just, like, if I went to, like, another Disneyland trip, I could just simply just be like, cool, I'm just going to bring this thumbstick and I'm going to play Halo because I can. It's like I, w- so I cool. wish I wish I had that for Halo Outpost because I was oh, going to bring my I was going to bring my Xbox console, but I thought ah, I'd probably best not to. And I wish I did because I would have been so much fun playing Halo after the fact, you know, after those those days at the hotel, just playing some Halo before bed, bro. I wish we had that for that event. And I hope, you know, if they do it again, they'll come out with that and we don't have to lug our, you know, our Xboxes over. We just bring the little thing sticking into the TV and boom, go. Even at this point, like, um, if you've got a smart TV at your hotel, you can cast your your phone to it. And Dude, I forget you can cast your phone to stuff. Honestly, yeah, and you can just stream off there. Of course, it's going to look a little more latent because uh, latent, I have more latency, my bad, uh, because obviously you're streaming from your phone and then your phone's streaming to a TV. <laughs> I know so it's gonna look a don't, bit play weird. On, don't play a lot, but hey, man, if you're if you're dying from boredom or just playing your phone, honestly, yeah, yeah definitely. But, um, I think like if they did that, that's gonna be a very, very interesting like way. Like, cause I'm I don't know, like I think it's genuinely a good idea, just for them it to just, just release that. It's just it just makes Xbox so much more accessible to people. If it's like fifty bucks compared to five hundred bucks or three hundred bucks, I mean that's. 300 bucks for the Series S is killer, but 50 bucks for a little thing. You can still play what Fortnite, whatever on it. Fuck yeah. Dude, that'd be awesome. Way worth it. Imagine like to a point where you're going to just be cool. I'm just going to go to my friend's house, play Cyberpunk on my phone while I'm waiting for him. It's like, that's that's dope. (laughs) Dude, right? Oh my God. That would be so awesome. Junior high me would be like shitting himself. (laughs) (laughs) Cause uh, I was just like, that's when I started like getting into my like my like oh i'm really a huge xbox fan i buy controllers because i was like oh i want to make a collection and like i don't know if someone was like yeah imagine in like 10 years you can you know open up your phone and you can play halo wherever you want i would i would have told them they're crazy but i want it (laughs) i know right and here we are dude 2020 going 2021 it's gonna be crazy bro we're already 
like the fact, just the fact you can play on your phone right now is just crazy. I'm still blown away by it, by the way. I'm still like, it's still like, I'm in disbelief. It's just, it's, oh, dude, I, I love it so much. I love it. So also, much. really quick, I want to say something that's really funny. When I worked over um, at a retail store and there was our Google rep, mm-hmm. I remember him and I were talking about xCloud because I was telling him I was in a beta and he goes, oh, how is it? And stuff like that. And he goes, dude, he's like, Stadia is going to kill Xbox. And I was like, I just looked at him. I was like, dude, there's no way. I was like, of course, like we haven't seen Stadia yet. And I was like, dude, there's no way. I was like, Xbox, like they've got a lot of good things going. And I was like, of course, like their beta isn't like 100% great. But I was like, for their first time release, like it's doing incredibly well. I was like, I personally haven't had really crazy issues with it. And he's just like, oh, yeah, well, Google Stadia is going to do it much better. And I'm sitting here like, bro, Google Stadia, like, I don't know a single person that has that console. I, like, I don't either. I, I legitimately don't know. Even on Twitter, I don't know anybody who oh, uses Right, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know a single fucking soul who uses Stadia. Like, why? <laughs> I, I don't. And I'm not trying to be mean or anything. I just, I don't know anybody who uses it. It's just, I don't know. Just I wish it was more successful. Bad. Like, it sounds like a cool idea, but it's just, I've never, I don't know anybody who uses it. And I'm, I'll be surprised if Stadia is even a thing next year. I will be blown the fuck away. Damn, dude. Yeah, honestly, I would be too. That, that'd suck to see like a video game company like just crash and burn because they just couldn't do anything. I know, dude. They're just behind, man. Behind the times. Too, too so. ambitious. They're too ambitious up front. That's what happened. That's very fair. Dude, should we uh, should we talk about uh, some fork knife? Before we do, <laughs> there comes a time, gentlemen, <laughs> where you grow up. For you audio listeners, um, he's taking a shot. Mm. Oh, it burns. Oh. <laughs> There comes a time oh, where you have to give up and, uh, and move past. Oh. <laughs> You're dying, oh, dude. Is it burning? burning? Yeah. You have to move. <laughs> this is why I have a chaser ready. Oh, you do. <laughs> hey, what it is. I, uh, I, you know, you have to move past. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> childhood hatred. And move on and, and appreciate things you didn't before. <laughs> because Halo and Master Chief has joined Fortnite with the new Blood Gulch map. And ladies and gentlemen, I've been playing Fortnite like crazy over the past week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, God, they announced... <laughs> oh, God, that was so stupid. Uh... They announced it at the Game Awards. I mean, we already knew it was coming because of the leaks. But, you know, I still had my doubts of whether or not it was actually going to be a thing, you know? Because a lot of people came up like, well, you know, Sony was doing a deal with Epic and, you know, God of War was there. It's like, okay, maybe, maybe it was fan-made and all of that. And then, you know, during the uh, the Game Awards, you know, they're like, oh, we got a Fortnite announcement. I'm like, oh, maybe, well, maybe it is, Chief. I don't know. And then they have the trailer come up with the the fish dude from Fortnite, and he opens up the fucking freezer and he pulls out an energy drink and he uh, he starts drinking it and you start hearing the Halo hum. I'm like, oh son of a bitch, it's real! Oh son of a bitch! 
And he opens it up and it's Master Chief and his Halo Infinite Armor. I'm like, oh my God. Dude, he runs the way, like you hear his thud and you're just like, oh. Yeah, he jumps off, you're like, boom. You're like, oh my God. And he runs towards the screen. I'm like, well, there's 20 bucks gone. Because, yeah, it was just during the, during the Game Awards. It was like like 80% through the Game Awards. And then they come out with the trailer that they're adding, you know, Blood Gulch with red versus blue and all of that shit. Dude. Um, Dude, dude, they you know they had a blood gulch with uh with uh, capture the flag mode, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, at the point I was like, well, you know, I already had it downloaded because of the rumors, and I was going to buy Kratos, but I was like, well, you know, I better I better hold off just to make sure, and then and then it came out, and then I bought it, and I was like, well, now I have to play with it because I'm not just gonna waste twenty bones. Yeah, and, and just not play with it. So I need to. I, I play. So I play a couple rounds of the actual battle royale, and it's not. It's actually not bad. I I don't know how to fucking build shit worth a damn. Yeah. Um. But you know, it, it's got good ranked or whatever. So you know, I'm still able to run around and kill people, and I actually got pretty far. I got to around like twenty. Excuse That's me. Not bad. Um. I got down to twenty out of what is it? Hundred people. Ooh. And I got like four or five kills, and I was like, well, that, I mean, that was my first round. I was like, okay. Wow, right. 20 kills? Really? No, I got down to 20. I got like four or five. Kills. Oh, I thought you got 20 kills. And I was like, how? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not that good, but um, but no, no. So it was uh it was actually I, I found myself like I, I'm actually kind of having fun with this, but it's more, you know, I wasn't building or anything, I wasn't doing any of the Fortnite stuff. Wow. And then the next morning, you know, so that next morning they cut they go live with the red versus blue map. I'm like, I have no idea how to access this. So after like like 10 minutes or so of trying to figure it out. I finally figure out, oh, you have to put in this code and this thing in creative mode, blah, blah, blah. You pull it up, you just enter the thing and it's matchmaking. And I guess it's temporary. I hope it's not like temporary, temporary. I just hope it was featured temporarily, but it's a forever mode. Because, dude, I am legit, like, I am legitimately having a ton of fun playing, like, Halo Fortnite. I, I, I call it Halo Fortnite because you're on Blood Gulch, you don't have any of the building bullshit. It's it's oh. it plays yeah, it's it's third person Halo Combat Evolved. That's what it is. They have specific weapon spawns, just like they do in uh, in Combat Evolved. You got your Magnum that that spawns your sniper rifles, your rocket launchers. Um, you have your little golf carts that work as the warthogs that you can drive around. That's funny. It, it is super faithfully recre- uh, recreated from uh, uh, Halo Combat Evolved, dude. And I'm just like, and with the art style of Fortnite, you know, as silly as it might be. It works really well with with Blood Gulch and the original Halo Combat Evolved graphics. And let me tell you what, Master Chief looks like an absolute fucking snack, dude. <laughs> absolute snack. Bootylicious, um, bro. I know, dude. Bootylicious, man. Uh, on the Xbox Series X, if you play on that, which, John, you know, we're going to get down in a minute. But uh, you also get the black skin for Master Chief because, I don't know. You just do <laughs> for the Series X and the Series S version. Black skin? So I play. Yeah, you get. I get. You get Master Chief Black skin, like the matte black, just like the Xbox Series X is matte black. I didn't know that. You, yeah, yeah. So you get both your know, regular Chief and then Black Master Chief skin. Oh. Um, that sounds incredibly racist. I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I guess the. Um, I guess like a black armor type. Yeah, black armor type. That's what it is. Yeah, black armor type. You know. Same detail though. It's super, super detailed. 
and you know it's a little bit cartoony but it's overall the exact same de- like design as Halo Infinite and it wow. looks so good and the funniest thing is doing like the the stupidest shit emotes in, in <laughs> Fortnite after, after it is, it is so because you know like uh, my problem with the emotes in Fortnite is they do the weird faces and shit and they kind of ruin it that way with Master Chief he has no face and the helmet does so many different emotions by how you tilt it it is like, dude, I will sit there and just crack the fuck up. Or I'll drive around in my mini warthog going through blood gulch. Just <laughs> I love I that emote, dude. I'm having so much fun with that. I'm like, this, this this has no right being as fun as it is. And it is it is fun. It feels like playing Halo. And it's not hard either. I mean, I've we've won almost every game we've you know we've played so far, I've played so far. And it still feels like very balanced. Um it's just continuous fun, and I'm kicking myself for saying that about Fortnite, but here we are. I gotta be honest. And there's a ton of Halo people too. Like I'm in every game mode, there's like two or three other Master Chiefs running around and I just love to see it. I sadly you haven't seen a Kratos yet though. I have yet to play with my character because uh I honestly like was super tired the night I did it and I was like I'm gonna play later and I just haven't. But um it makes me almost feel like Ready Player One where it got that like that four second scene where it shows like all the Spartans running. Yeah, dude, it does. It, uh, you know, you're you're running around. You got stormtroopers running around. You got um, the dude from Walking Dead running around too. Um, it, it just it just feels so cool. Yeah, Daryl Dixon from Walking Dead. He got at it as well. I still haven't sent a Kratos, which makes me really sad because I I really I actually do want to buy Kratos when he comes if he comes back to the store. Just be, just to you know, if you jump on as Master Chief, I could jump on as Kratos. We can have like a I don't know, like take a yeah. few like. Yeah, like a dance-off, you know, <laughs> of the two greatest uh, mascots for PlayStation and Microsoft. Um, I don't know, dude. I just fucking love it. I don't know why why it's it's so much fun, but it is. And I am enjoying the absolute hell out of it. Honestly, one thing I learned in life uh, so far is don't let anybody take the joy out of anything. Fuck everyone else. I know, dude. Like, straight up. Like, dude, I used to be the, the fucking cuck who uh, said, oh, if you play a Fortnite, you're a fucking faggot like you guys you guys know like i talk about it all the time i used to be a fucking asshole and even recently i've been like i've been an asshole so like i feel like this is a growing moment because i'm like oh shit fortnite's actually kind of fun shit i feel like an asshole <laughs> i guess that you know that's just how life sometimes you just eat your words man it's fun though dude like me and you we gotta jump on do some blood gulch spread the halo cheer get some people interested in some halo that way <clears throat> it's gonna be awesome dude Hell yeah. I, I, you know what? We'll have to do that. And it's fun, like- dude. It is fun. You, you come with a, you spawn automatically with a shotgun and a machine gun. Oh, um, hell yeah. And then of course you have your gravity hammer that you're running around with all the time. If you have it equipped. So it's oh, just like, it, looks so pretty. it is dude. It's super pretty. It's got banished symbols on it. Oh my God. Yes. The attention to detail. I'm just so surprised by it. I guess. I don't know. It's just so cool to me. <laughs> it's fascinating. It is. It really is. It is really, it's cool. I don't know. I mean, you know that, I mean, that's all exciting news and all like, like that's super awesome. But John, my man, today is the day, my friend, or I guess a couple days ago was the day, but anyway, yes, it came. It finally arrived guys. It finally showed up and I am so happy (laughs) cause, uh, I was like, Honestly, like the, it was the 
14th? No, no, no. I got the email the 12th. So I was sitting there uh, during the 12th and I was like, fuck, I should really like call them and like see when it's coming. Cause like I see people were starting to get theirs and I'm just like, where the fuck could it be? And I'm like, I just understand, you know, like shortages or whatever. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to hang tight and maybe I'll call them tomorrow. And uh, sure enough, I actually was driving home and it was actually kind of a pretty pretty eh day like i actually had some pretty shitty moments i was just not feeling it and it was just like uh your product has been shipped microsoft store and i was like oh and i clicked on it and i immediately saw my xbox series x I was like it's on the way so along dude comes- yes yeah i know so along comes the 14th and uh so like okay before that i was like okay i really hope it's supposed to come then because microsoft sent me another email saying it's going to be there by the 23rd i'm like Ugh, the 23rd I'm like okay i can wait but ouch so i was like okay uh i'll just chill and then i was like they sent me shipping so i was like okay what's what's it gonna look like and so i opened it up and i went to the app that shows it and it was like oh it'll be there by the 14th and i was like i hope to god and sure enough my uh my girlfriend and i were both working but she came home to get lunch and probably not even like Five minutes beforehand, I got an email saying it was delivered, and I was like, "Oh!" And I was texting her, I was like, "Hey, could you grab it?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm already halfway home. I'm like, yeah, I can grab it." Luckily, um, no one. So my fear did technically happen. They just dropped it off on their at our front door. They didn't oh. put it in a yeah in a security bin that we're supposed to that they're supposed to. So I was like, "Oh!" But uh, she came home like not even five minutes after it was dropped off, and she brought it inside, and it was not damaged at all. So uh, there's a Snapchat video of me where I was just opening it and I had um, set a fire in your heart playing in the background. So it was yeah. perfect. I watched that. I watched it on Ryan's uh, Snapchat thing. There, yeah. Which is awesome, dude. I watched, I was like, Oh my God, that is such hype. I was like, finally, oh, dude, bro. So Let's you got to tell me, you got to tell me how is it so far? Holy shit, dude. It's a night and day difference between the one uh, X and the series X. Like it's actually difference yeah it is dude it is i was insane. like i was like how is it this like smooth um i have a tv that supports 120 from uh so it i got like the full like feel of it and i was like dude the fact that this works like this is just stupidly awesome dude i know bro it plays so good and i know so you've played uh you know, you've at least played Halo 2 Anniversary, the most important. Oh, right? yes. Yeah, of course. Of course. John, how was it? <laughs> Dude, oh my God. So, uh, first of all, I actually had to go rescue my grandma, so I couldn't play it at first. And so I was like, sad, but you know, I want to make sure she was okay. So, after we got her situation figured out and she was good, I uh, got home and I was like, cool, my game should be all be done transferring. I'm going to go ahead and boot up some Halo 2. And my God, that game is so pretty. Like alone on the Xbox One X, it looked insanely good. But the Series X, it feels so much smoother. And I was like, you know what? I wonder if I have that option, the FOV slider now. I shit you not, I do have it. Yeah, and so you do, bro. I, I immediately adjusted it. And I was like, I feel like the Doom Slayer. I feel like I'm going so fast. And it Dude. was so worth it. The F- like I was telling you when I was playing on PC, the FOV makes the biggest fucking difference in the world. It does. It really does. And like I'm like, bro, this is so awesome because I I 
I feel like I'm literally running at like Doom speed, and Doom is like fast. Like Doom uh, Eternal is real fast, and I love it because I feel like I'm quicker paced, and I I feel super good. I know, dude. And then I don't know. I don't know if you've played on Halo Three with Max OV. Yes, it changes. It changes the game one hundred percent. Halo Three feels so different and so much better with the Max FOV, especially on the Series X, 120 frames on 4K, dude. <clears throat> yes, dude. Dude, that was the second game I jumped into was Halo 3. I jumped onto the first mission, and I was walking around. I was like, yeah, it still feels like normal Halo 3. And I was like, uh, okay, let's try the FOV slider. I just knocked it up to 100. I didn't even max it. Oh, yeah? And, oh, my God. I was like, I'm fast. <laughs> I know, dude. Dude, I just went in. I just went to the menu, maxed it all the way up to 120, hit all for all games. Dude, every game feels so much better with the max FOV, dude. I need to do that. Um, just because I did it at 100 because I was like, I don't want to overshoot it, but now I'm like willing to try the 120. 120. For me personally, 120 is the way to go. I fucking love it. It makes, I mean, even Halo CE, dude, it makes a big difference. It just, it feels so much. It feels, feels, dude, playing. Uh, Halo CE campaign with classic graphics with max FOV 120 frames per second on 4K is the most surreal experience you'll ever experience, dude. It, it is like incredible. It is insane. You're just like this is this is too smooth. What is going on? And is in oh, dude, it feels so good, dude. I love how smooth it is, and I'm like I'm dying to to play that. I think I so I'm not saying ah oh, because I. Cause I like don't want to do this. Cause I'm going to watch, uh, or we fell behind the Mandalorian. So I'm going <laughs> to get a, no! yeah. so not that I don't like Mandalorian. It's good. It's really good. Um, we're going to catch up and watch the, I think, isn't the last episode coming out. Yeah. That's the, the last, the season finale comes out in three hours from no, three hours or wow. two and a half actually. Oh shit. So yeah, uh, we're going to catch up, watch all those. And then, um, if there's enough time, I'd really love to play some uh, some Halo because I have yet to, you know, fully do uh, like a run through. Oh, hell yeah, dude. So is, is Master Chief Collection the only game you've played on there so far? Uh, so I've played a handful of games. I've played uh, Master Chief Collection. I've played uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and holy fuck, it's smooth. It, it's oh, oh my God. It's so smooth. Uh then I played Cyberpunk. Incredible. Lighting in that. Oh, so oh. good. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I kind of just want to play another game. Oh, I played Mafia. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Mafia. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm waiting to, uh, now that I've got some uh, free time tomorrow, I'm going to switch over and uh, install Watch Dogs. Dude, hell yeah, bro. I love Dude, that is awesome. Game. Dude, that is that is fucking awesome, bro. I'm so excited. You know, it, it, the way even older games like Battlefield 4 play so good on it, bro. I can't wait for you to play Battlefield 5 on it because I know you still you still love playing that one. I forgot I played Battlefield 5. Dude, yes! It's, it's so, so good. I was like, I have not experienced frame rate drop whatsoever. Dude, and that's I mean, that's to go for every game I've played on there as well. I have yet to experience a frame rate drop. Yeah, me too. Yeah, for sure. Except for maybe Cold War. I'm trying to think. I'm sure I have. But everything else, even Cyberpunk, I haven't. So it's it's insane. 
<laughs> it's so absolutely cool. insane. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Well, that's awesome. And I know we're going to have to revisit that here in a little bit because we got other games we're going to be talking about today. Yes, um, got a couple. Yeah, we do. But yeah, so we'll, I'll have to see what you think about the games on different consoles here in a bit. But uh, you brought up the TV show there. And you know, uh, so yeah, the Mandalorian's kind of, you know, it's kind of wrapping up here. Yes. Um, which gets me excited because there's another TV show coming out. And I'm pretty sure it's still coming out in 2021. Um, and it's the only thing really better than I can imagine than a Star Wars TV show is the Halo TV show. Oh my god, yes. I know, dude. And so they just came out with like like four, I think it was four, yeah, four set photos today, uh, for the Halo TV show. Uh, which has me just fucking bleeding out of my eyes and hype, dude. I sent them to you, I think. Did you see them? You did send them to me, and the hype is real. Bro, I'm so stoked. Yeah, you got Jen Taylor there in her her Cortana chair, you know, wearing her fancy face mask and all that and getting ready for that. Because I guess she, so she was cast in there because I guess the other girl who's going to play Cortana, uh, she must have either gotten her busy or schedule busy or something or she dipped. So they just got Cortana herself to play Cortana, which they probably should have done in the first place. But yes, I mean, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is there. Uh, then we got, you know, a, a bunch of battle rifles, uh, like the Halo 2 battle rifles, like real life battle rifles, bro. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, they look so good, dude. Uh, we got UNSC ammo box. Um, you know, pretty standard stuff, but it still looks really good. I like the aesthetic. They're kind of going with more classic-ish art style, but it kind of looks like the more modern UNSC like logo. Not the yeah. bird, but the like the words, UN, like the letters UNSC kind of has the more modern Halo font with the old style aesthetic. So I really yeah. like that. Um, and then the big one for me is the Elite's hand that they showed there, like a real life Elite's hand, which delights me, dude. I was kind of worried that they were just going to go all CGI, which I think obviously you have to use CGI, but yes. the fact that they're doing some real models, like real things, that makes me super excited. Dude, the hype I have is insanely real. I usually don't like watching TV shows, but I'm yeah. really excited about this one, dude. I I can't, dude. I the last the only TV show I've watched all the way through since the Mandalorian started is Game of Thrones, and Mandalorian is the only show I've completed since then. Even I couldn't even finish The Boys. I'm so bad at watching TV shows, <laughs> and I love The Boys, but I can't finish it. It's like I I get so impatient. Um, but the Halo TV show, bro, I don't know if they're going to be releasing it like a week by week or if it's going to be a binge, but either, either way, if it's a weekly thing every week, it's going to be a fucking event. And I'm pretty sure. So originally I think it was supposed to air in like February, 2021, I think. Okay. But obviously COVID happened. So I think, I think it's still releasing in 2021 cause it's in production. So I think it probably released fall 2021 or probably around Halo infinite. I think. Okay. Or maybe it's maybe it's late to 2022. I don't think there's been an official word, but um I'm really hoping we get that next year because that's just more Halo in the year of Halo's 20th anniversary. <laughs> dude, more Halo makes me so happy. Just <laughs> no. Oh, dude, I'm so I completely forgot about it, dude, dude. So I saw those today. I'm like, "Oh, yes." <laughs> I'm sitting here like, "Oh, hell yeah." Also, don't mind me. I'm ordering a pizza. <laughs> Order that fucking pizza, bro. <laughs> I'm sitting here like 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 wanting to like listen. I'm like, yes, everything. Then every now and again I'm like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> I only eat one today. 
Now that, that's how chill this podcast is going to be, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, today it's uh, welcome to the vibe zone. The vibe zone. I'm pretty sure I've already we've already named the podcast that, so we probably can't name it that again. But we'll figure something funny. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have, dude. I'm pretty sure we have almost two of them named like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Halo TV show, bro. Mm. Mm. I'm excited. Uh, I'm really excited about this one because I was reading up on some basic news on it, and I know that you're gonna be really excited about it. Like, yeah, bro, hit it up. Yes, yes. Battlefield 6. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you did send me some stuff recently that said it's rumored to be a modern game, which I'm kind of excited. Um, as you guys know, I am a uh, sniper class. I prefer to be sniper class. Although, uh, you guys who saw me on stream, I was doing fucking god-awful. But of course, as soon as I log off stream, I'm immediately doing better. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Maybe I'm psyching myself out. I don't know. But I'm really excited for a modern game because I really want to get really good at the like thousand meter shots. Because that would be so funny. Someone's literally a pixel in your screen and you just kill them. <laughs> Dude, I mean, because I forget. I forget you haven't played Battlefield 4 or Battlefield 3, which were both modern incorrect i have played battlefield 4 with oh you have wait yeah you're right we did we did yes, play Battlefield. you showed me the I building forgot. i did i showed you siege of saying hi i forgot about that you're right <laughs> tech fuck. i'm offended i know fuck <laughs> tech's gonna be offended with me tech i'm sorry okay <laughs> it's been a day uh, all three of us are battlefield buddies uh tech and i have we we play with each other a lot uh with battlefield yeah holy shit dude that game is still a blast like it's so good tech hit me up sometime dude we haven't played for a minute <laughs> i don't know dude i haven't played with you guys like i think i played with you guys maybe one time if I, if uh, i don't know if you played with tech I, and i i could have sworn it was just me and you maybe it was just no we played one we played battlefield 5 on the uh um on the vietnam map I was oh, only on there for like an hour. I was only on there for like an hour. Dude, but. we we should all uh, definitely plan a time. That that'd be fun. Yeah, I haven't played. I played actually. That's a lie. I played a little bit about a five today, um, just to see how it ran on the Series X because I just downloaded it and it runs fucking like orgasmly. Um, it's so I'm ex- I want to play more, but for me, Battlefield Six it has to be modern, dude. I've heard it's going to be set in World War Three. That's not confirmed, but it's a rumor. Which is technically modern, like it's going to be modernized, set in a future-ish World War Three, kind of like Battlefield Four is set actually in 2020, like, and that came out 2013. This will probably take place in like 2030 or something, and which so will be I, very I, modern. I mean, it's the same. I mean, they're probably not even going to change anything aesthetic-wise. It's more 2034, the story of the game. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, that's and I always, I always found modern and future Battlefield way better than um, history Battlefield, just because you have so many more options. You got, you know, more vehicles, way more weapons, taller skyscrapers. Um, for me, I'm, you know, that's kind of one of the things that kind of disappointed me a little bit about Battlefield One and Battlefield Five. By default, it's not their fault. It's just the time period. Um, but I was, yeah, so I'm really hoping that it's true. That's going to be modern. That will suck me back into battlefield so fucking quick, dude. I, I'm really happy that you really pushed me into getting battle, uh, into getting battlefield five. Cause I told you how much I was loving battlefield one. And you're like, dude, 
you will die for Battlefield 5. And by God, is that the truth? <laughs> Dude, right. Seriously, it is... Um, Battlefield 5, I think in a lot of ways, um, is a little bit better than Battlefield 1, um, especially for what you're looking for in Battlefield, John. Um, like, yeah. it was for me, I was like, dude, you're going to fucking adore Battlefield 5. And you clearly do. Yeah, I see you playing it all the time. Dude, I am always on Battlefield 5. Um, it's weird because I go through these weird phrases where I'm not playing it for a while, then all of a sudden I'm playing it every day. Like, every day. I'm not even kidding. And I'll play for hours on end. And I I just love that game so much. It's such a fucking fun game. And if you guys haven't tried it, please buy it. It's so good. And it is I'm fucking cheap. I'm fucking excited for six, dude, because I like I have homies that I can play with. I know, dude. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I and it, in the article that I was reading, it said it was gonna be next gen only. So you know, PS5, Xbox Series X slash S, and then PC. Um, it's going to be very next-gen oriented, which tells me Levolution and uh, higher than 64 players. I'm thinking double that, whatever 64 times 2 is. I ain't doing math. Um, but that's what that tells me, so I'm hoping that's the case. Uh, I'm really excited to see more on Battlefield because that's like in my top five gaming franchises ever. So I'm really excited to to, to hear more on it. Just simply the best. Like it is so fucking I, good, dude. I simply prefer it over Call of Duty. Out of all the Call of Duty's games I've played, this is by far better than all of them. Like in my opinion, of course. Like oh yeah, yeah. I haven't played any of like the old ones that I loved as a kid. I really should replay them. Actually, some of them are remastered. I really should replay through those because um, I heard they're good. But um, just so far, out of pure memory and just pure joy and just how much fun I've had. Battlefield Five has taken the cake out of uh, that two, those two game series. Uh, I'd even go as far as to say uh, that it's been more fun than not more fun, but definitely a couple times where I'm like, yeah, this was more fun than that time in Halo. But like, it's still mm-hmm. Halo. Halo is the best. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, dude. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of same. I still think, for me personally, Battlefield Four is is still my favorite military shooter game. Of the last generation. So that includes the other Battlefield games and every single Call of Duty. Um, and really anything else modern that's released. That's like Siege and everything. Um, I still think Battlefield 4 is my favorite. And then I think, you know, Modern Warfare is... I think it, I personally prefer Modern Warfare over Battlefield 5 just because of... Uh, um, some of the... Just because it's more modern. And I'm kind of weird that way. But Battlefield 5 is... Is absolutely. I think Battlefield Five is better than every other Call of Duty, including Cold War. Um, yeah, and Battlefield One is right next to it. I think. So yeah, Battlefield One's a lot of fun. I think the sniper play is maybe slightly better, but I think I get way more headshots with um, Battlefield Five than with uh, than with One. Oh, absolutely. I, I, and I totally believe that. I totally believe that. I think the snipers are much better in Battlefield 5 based on what I've seen and what I've watched, which, you know, I don't play sniper, but you do it. You play sniper, and so does my brother, and you guys both play sniper. So, oh, dude, you and I should set them. Uh, we should get set up uh, versing each other. That would be awesome. They got to add cross play, though. They got to add cross play between PC and Xbox. Yes. Uh, which I hope they nice. do with the sixth one. Yeah, I really hope they do. I really, I mean, honestly, with Battlefield, with, I mean, excuse me, Call of Duty doing it, um, and Halo doing it, I, you have to, yeah, they have to, I mean, they have to. 
Yeah, they have to. They really do. Um, yeah, and I still, you know, I'm going to go a little bit further. I think Battlefield has been better than Call of Duty since Battlefield 3, which is, I think, yeah, obviously, Modern Warfare, I think Modern Warfare 3 came out the same year, and I think the campaign of Modern Warfare 3 is better than, you know, the, the Battlefield campaigns. But oh, overall, I think, you know, Battlefield 3 through Battlefield 5 have been much more enjoyable. Yeah, dude. And we're, yeah. Yeah, I mean, fuck. It's just, fuck, dude. I love Battlefield. I'm sorry. <laughs> dude, don't even be sorry. I love Battlefield. Like, you got me super into it. And I'm like, yeah. They, oh, yeah. <laughs> Battlefield. Oh, just, yeah. Just beautiful. Just beautiful. Graphically and, yeah. You, you know dude, what yeah, Dude, so the prettiest moment I've had in a video game was probably Battlefield 5 when you're running through flowers. Like one of that. The oh one yeah, that one map. Hours. Yeah, that's so pretty. Like genuinely, so good. Uh, the only map that I could think that beats that is on Battlefield One, and it has a bunch of those um lavender flowers. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, that, yeah. That purple pops out, and it's like I'm drooling over here. Thanks to you guys. <laughs> I know, dude. And Battlefield Five has one of the coolest effects in, at least in my opinion. It's one of the the bomb that you call down. It's kind of like a kill streak, but it's not a kill streak. It's like how many points you get, you know, from capture. Oh, you I can't remember yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, but you you know you, or I guess squad points. You know what I mean? And you call it down, and it shoots down, and it's that huge fucking explosion. Hmm, dude, I love that. Just boom. The 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 V one rocket, I think it was like the V1 yeah the V one rocket or something like that, and it goes in, and you can see that shit from across the map. It just blows forty feet in the air. I'm like, it oh. just makes a fucking mushroom cloud. It is, dude. It's awesome. I love it. It's one of my it's one of my favorite things about Battlefield Five. Like, not even kidding. I think it's probably the best thing about Battlefield Five, dude. It I it love is. it. I love it so much. I'm like, it's not even like trying to diss Battlefield Five. I it's fucking awesome. I, I love love it. Thoroughly impressed. Thoroughly impressed. He's as <laughs> ordered. Let's see if the pizza man gets here before the podcast ends. Oh, I'm sure he will. Because uh, <laughs> you know what the funny thing is, we're still in the in the right off the drop bot. Yes. So we're about to just. In fact, we're about to jump right we, into our we, actual we topic of the to, podcast. Yeah, we are about to get into the the schmeat, dude. <laughs> the schmeat and the potatoes. <laughs> The Smith and potatoes. Okay. Um, um, so is this um, the Slayer Division? Oh, kind of. Don't expect a rant. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit of a rant. Because, look, so obviously the first thing we're going to talk about is the obvious one. The Game Awards happened last Thursday, um, which <laughs> you guys have had a ton of me talking about, like, why it's bullshit. Uh, about Half-Life Alex, all that shit. Last of Us Part 2 doesn't deserve Game of the Year, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, Last of Us Part 2, of course, won Game of the Year. Fuck you, I but whatever. I, when I looked in the website, it said Ghost of Tsushima is the winner. And I was like, oh, yay. And then a couple days later, they're like, it's Last of Us 2. And I was just like, fuck it. Bro. Oh, no. No, that's the game of the year, uh, the game choice for uh, players, not the industry. I didn't so realize that. So it's like technically, Ghost of Tsushima is the real winner here. Let's be honest. Yes, I still think it should have been Doom Eternal, but it's not Last of Us Part Two, so I will accept it. Um, <laughs> I I saw uh, memes going on where it's like, I don't care if it's the Ghost of Tsushima. 
just the last of us two cannot win yeah exactly exactly and and it, and it won um but we were all expo- we were all expecting it at that point so did they fuck up on that yes i i still believe they did now the last of us two did win other awards i did think they deserved such as abby um uh, which is laura bailey for the best uh, actor or i guess general actor actress um she won and I actually do agree she deserved it uh, 100%. Um, Among Us won a few awards. I'm surprised they actually considered The Last of um, Sorry, Among Us, because it technically came out in 2018, but it didn't, it didn't get at all popular until 2020, which I guess is fair, because I guess in 2018, they only had like a total of 50 players total. Damn. So I guess, yeah, that's fair. And their, dude, their reactions to winning was so awesome. Like, I, I was like choking up at a point. I'm like, dude, that is well deserved right there. That's, That's awesome. so cool. Were they like, were their whole team like freaking out, like almost in tears? Yeah, because there was all, you know, there's the three of them in the room and then one of the dudes on the on the phone because, you know, COVID and stuff. So I assume they, you know, they all live together. But um, yeah, they're all freaking out. They're all super surprised, which is, which is awesome. That's um, always so cool when they, when they don't think they're going to be anywhere close and they fucking take the cake and you're just, and they're just sitting there like almost in tears. Cause they're like, we fucking did it. <laughs> it is dude. It's so wholesome. And you know, I mean, in comp- competition wise, I mean, among us was probably the most popular game this year, which um, with that and the fact that it, it is a good game, it is a very good game, very fair play, very funny, dude It is a funny as fuck game. Um, and the way that it brings people together to play, especially during COVID and everything, of course it won Game of the Year, and it definitely deserved it. Um, Doom Eternal, of course, got snubbed for every single award it was nominated for, including soundtrack, which makes me want to rip the dick off of an elephant and beat somebody with it. Dude, and that's uh, what, that does bother me hard, because, like, they had some crazy impressive shit. Oh, dude, I still, like, for me, game, uh, Doom Eternal is my Game of the Year of subjective taste like 100 percent, like it is the people's champion <laughs> uh, especially you know f- it, it, like it didn't even i don't think even think it got nominated for the best art which the last was part two one which i don't think it should have won but whatever um which kind of sucks as well because dude you look at the art in that game it is r- ridiculous so Definitely some snubs at the Game Awards, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you, and this is something I always forget about the Game Awards, is that the presentation itself is one of the most enjoyable events of the entire year for me. Uh, Because although most of the time I think the awards are pretty bullshit, um, I think uh, they put on an amazing show, an amazing show, very wholesome all the time. You know, as much as I think, you know, uh, Jeff Keighley, I mean... I don't know. He's a little bit weird. He's definitely got some bias for PlayStation, which is fine, but not publicly. It's I, I think it's a little bit itchy there, but he's very passionate about it. Um, and he, he makes a great performance and everything. You know, they always make it super, super special. And even with the COVID this year, they had people there. Uh, and then they had big actors and even Christopher Nolan presenting game of the year, which was awesome. Keanu Reeves came on screen, which was also the same day that yeah, Cyberpunk yeah. came out. And he was wearing the samurai shirt, which was awesome. Yes. Uh, yeah, dude. And then, of course, they announced quite a few uh, really, really impressive games, which was really, you know, I don't know. Uh, I always kind of forget that the Game Awards is like half of it is um, 
like awards actually not even half of his awards dude it's like a, f- a quarter of it is the rewards themselves like, and the other this yeah and the other other three quarters is straight up like announcements and stuff which is awesome i mean they always make it fun um you know and they uh they actually had some pretty cool announcements i'm not gonna lie to you uh only a few of them really stood out to me um but it was always, it's always fun to watch you know some games get revealed definitely some big ones definitely some big ones though um now I know you said so you 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 didn't obviously didn't get to attend because you I think you were working you were busy which is totally cool but are you aware of really any of them that was not like announced or anything? Uh, actually, no, unfortunately, I just for whatever reason just haven't caught up on it. I should have, but it's been eh. fucking weird. Eh. Eh. eh, for me, I mean, honestly, there's not a ton that I'm super interested in. There's not a ton that I remember either. They had like the Ark 2, you know, like Ark Survival or something. You know what that, you know that game? Yeah. Okay. I did see that one. That one looked pretty cool. Yeah. So they got that one with fucking Vin Diesel. And I'm like, okay. All, all right. Yeah. I was going to surprise. Okay. I, yeah, it was really weird. Cause I, I don't know. I've never played Ark. So I don't know what it is. And they were playing the trailer. I'm like, what the fuck is this game, dude? It's got Vin Diesel being Vin, Vin Diesel. And it's, I don't know. And then his Ark 2. I'm like, oh. Cool, coming, uh, you know, 2022, um, Xbox Series X and S exclusive, it looks like, which is crazy, um, which obviously means, I'm pretty sure that means also PC, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm um, sure they do PC version. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, you know, of course, you, you do know the, the Fortnite, obviously, the Halo. Yeah. The Halo. The Halo. The Halo. <laughs> uh. Obviously, that so that was announced. That was a kind of a big moment. They also revealed, uh, uh, oh, what uh, the Walking Dead characters? Oh, did not Sean and Dar- Daryl Dixon. Um, they're also in Fortnite. They actually just went live, I think, today. Oh, sure. Yesterday. I don't know. Um, but yeah. So I mean, they added those guys, which is pretty cool. So they're having all these crossovers coming, which is I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. I like to see who else is being added as well. If anybody else is, um, I don't know. I, I just thought that was kind of a cool thing for him to reveal there. And then, um, John, have you ever heard of Perfect Dark? Perfect Dark. I don't think I have. Yeah. So, so I've never played it. I don't. I, I mean, I'm pretty unfamiliar with it. I know what it is because the Xbox community has been begging for a new Perfect Dark game for years, for years now. Um, and I guess it was like a, it was a game like on. I don't even know what it was on. It was on the original Xbox at one point, but I think it launched as something else as well. It was like a first person shooter that was like a spy game. And you played as this, you know, girl named Joanna dark. It was like, it was almost like James Bond, I guess, or something like that. But it was, I don't know. It was like, it was, I guess it was a really good game. Um, well, they announced a new one uh, at the game awards called just perfect dark. It's a, it's like a reboot. Um, and it looks it looks really cool. I don't. You probably haven't seen the trailer. Don't um, no, but it's it's cool. So they it's it's a spy game, but it's like you know the the Earth like all the solar caps have melted, and there's just like tornadoes and massive storms, and you know the corporations have gone through and taken humanity in, but they're part of the problem that's causing all these world issues, and you know now Joanne Dark or something has to you know, go in and figure out, you know, what the lies are and do her spy things. And it looks cool. 
or spy it's, thing? I don't, I, I don't know. I've never played it, but I saw it and I freaked out when I saw, you know, Perfect Dark was revealed. I was like, man, this is going to make a lot of people happy. And it looks like it is going to be an Xbox exclusive. Um, it's, it's funny. I've seen a lot of videos and I don't mean to be it. Like, I'm not trying to be toxic or anything, but I've seen quite a few videos of like PlayStation fans watching like, oh my God, oh my God, there's a new Perfect Dark flipping out. Then it shows the Xbox after it and they're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. Oh man, that's funny. Can we do it, boy. <laughs> like, get, get clapped. You're cool too, but you know that's okay. Funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nick. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it is funny. It was really. It's just really funny watching the reactions. It's. It's just. It was just funny because they were live streaming and there's like an ultimate cut of it. I don't know. I saw it on oh, YouTube. You please send it to I me. Laughing. I will. I will. It's so funny. Um, another game, John. Have you ever played Left for Dead? Yes, I've played Left for Dead one and two. Fuck yeah! So they just uh, revealed the gameplay for Back for Blood. Basically, this is Left 4 Dead three. It's created from the same people from Left 4 Dead two, the team that worked with Valve to create it. But obviously, with Left 4 Dead three never coming out, they kind of they're, they're doing their own thing. And in every conceptual way, this is Left 4 Dead three, except um, yeah, except for the name, of course, the the special infected zombies. They're a bit different. They're kind of their own unique thing. You know, you got aim down sights now, which is cool. Um, but it looks, it is exact. it is Left 4 Dead. It is Left 4 Dead, and it's coming out in June, it looks like. I think June. I did play Left 4 Dead. Um, if I'm being honest, I could never really get into it for whatever reason. I had a lot of fun playing with my friends, but it wasn't one of those games where it's like I could play by myself and really enjoy uh, oh yeah, I had, no! Yeah. I had to play with my friends, otherwise it was like meh. I mean, yeah, Left for Dead is a game you play with friends, one hundred percent. In fact, I don't even think I've ever really played the game by myself. It's always a game that you play with buddies. It's such a fun game, though. Um, so this one, it looks. I mean, it looks like there's the mechanics are a lot more updated. Uh, you know, you got your aiming, your sprint, I think, but it, you know, it still has the classic Left for Dead feeling, and I'm so excited for it. So that was awesome to see. I saw images and I saw that like the graphics looked pretty cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're really unique. They're not, you know, they're not trying to be like photorealistic, but they have a cool little art style and the zombies do look pretty freaky. Um, which on, I don't know. You always makes you pretty excited for a you know, good zombie game. So that'll be awesome. And then there's another one more really, really, really big reveal, um, yeah. which has me kind of excited. Uh, it actually legitimately gave me chills going down my neck. Um, and that's the fact there's new Mass Effect coming, or they're working on a new Mass oh, Effect. Oh, okay. A new trailer. And it's basically this this girl, like this hooded figure climbing up a snowy mountain, and she picks up this artifact, and she removes it off, and it's got the N7 logo, and I just got chills, dude. I was like, I've never fucking played Mass Effect, but I want to play Mass Effect now. Hey, Drake, now I got to play all of them just to catch up to this point. <laughs> I know. Well, they're coming out with the, the Legendary Edition uh, next year, which is going to have... Like one, two, and three in a bundle for the new console, so they're going to be optimized for the consoles, I guess. I don't know, which is like perfect. You know what? The, you know that trailer was fucking hype, so now I want to play the Mass Effect game. So that was big. That was kind of the big last big announcement of the night. Um, and I know the world, like the entire gaming world, was just like super stoked. So just like, <sighs> yeah. And I don't know if it's Mass Effect four. It, it was just Mass Effect is coming or something. So I'm um, really, really excited to see what's coming through there. 
dude. That's good for the Mass Infl- Mass Effect fans. I know the wasn't the last one pretty hated. Yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda. Now that is actually the one I did play about like two or three hours of, and it's actually not that bad. Uh, I did get a lot of hate. The facial animations were Xbox 360 worthy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to say the least. I actually heard it's actually not that bad of a game. Um, it's just overhated. I guess mostly because of the facial stuff, and then there's some glitches. It's kind of like a rough launch, kind of like the next thing we're going to be talking about. But that's the reason, like, I guess everybody else, everybody who's actually played through it has told me it's actually a pretty good game. Um, And I have it, I just really haven't played through it. Just when it came out on the original Xbox One, I was like, eh. Got it for Christmas, played it for a couple hours. I'm like, yeah, it's not really my thing, and it moved on. But (laughs) I don't want to play it again, so I'm like, fuck. Um, I remember one of my friends was kind of into it, but like he wasn't like hardcore into it. And he was playing, uh, you said it was Andromeda, right? Yeah, Andromeda, Andromeda. And he was just like, yeah, this game's pretty bad. And he just stopped playing it. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Rip, rip. I was like, that sucks, bro. He's like, yeah, I was kind of excited. But then, you know, I played it and now like this, uh, this is low-key trash. <laughs> yeah, I guess the opening is pretty rough too, from what I hear. Like, because, you know, there's a lot, it's a lot slower. You, you, there's a lot more face time for your characters without more action. But the action is actually pretty fun. It's just, not it's dungeon. hard to get in. Yeah, it's hard to get into. And I guess the driving vehicle driving is not very good either. But I don't know. I've actually heard a lot of praise since then. So I don't know. Maybe it's worth a play again. I don't know. Hell yeah. Maybe after all the updates. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking hype. Well, fuck, dude. Yeah. I mean, speaking of which, you know, speaking of Andromeda and, you know, kind of crazy games, big game release this week. Big game release. I've already mentioned it a few times. Um, but, John, take it away, my friend. You you and I are both pretty high. talking about Cyberspunk 2069. I thought we were talking about Cyberbullying 2044. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get... Yeah, if you guys think think Cyberpunk 2077 is pretty fun, just wait until I introduce you to cyberbullying. <laughs> God damn it. It's just a meme I saw before the podcast. Go to the, go to the so porn stupid. section, you get Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that is fucking funny. Uh, I will I will have to give that uh, to my friend because I didn't come up with it, but uh, I thought it was funny to say. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, absolutely but I dude, it's out it's out yeah, yeah it's out waiting forever yeah i mean i mean i remember when it was first announced like or i guess the first trailer in 2013 came out and i was like oh man that's fucking sick You're fucking hell 2013 before so it was announced before halo halo 4 even released uh it was actually announced before we actually got gameplay for halo 4 yeah. But they showed the trailer in like early 2013. I think it was like January. I remember thinking like, oh man, that looks sick. And then obviously my hype dropped off because the game went silent for like six, six years, five, five years, long time, long time. Then I had just never really gotten back into it and can until you know, more recently. But dude, it is finally out. Um, and you and I have both actually been playing it, which is actually yes. pretty nice. Yes. Yeah. We occasionally play, uh, games at the same time <laughs> yeah it, it, i know i know i was like man 
Because you said originally, like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to pick it up in time. Yeah. Uh, like, but then to your surprise, there it is, and you're playing it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to my girlfriend. Thank you, you amazing, amazing woman, for downloading fucking, it for me. Fucking GG. GG. Very good game. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible. Dude, it is awesome, bro. It is awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, let's, let's get let's get the elephant, elephant excuse me, out of the room first. Yeah, it's kind of a bit of a rough launch, especially on, you know, base Xbox One and PlayStation 4 consoles. I've seen it in action. I've played on my uh, brother's Xbox One just a little bit just to kind of kind of see. Definitely a bit rough. Um, but <laughs> we're really not going to focus on that all too much today because me and you, we've been playing. We've hardly encountered any bugs. And then since you've got the Xbox Series X, uh, you know, you said you were, you've been... Uh, You've been playing a little bit on there as well. And I've only been, aside from like the 10 minutes I played on the Xbox One, um, I've only been playing on the Xbox Series X. And I have, I've had practically no issues, no crashes or anything. Just some very, very, very small bugs small bug. here and there. Yeah, like a cigarette flying in air after Johnny walks away. Very small, very, yeah, not big deal. So I just want to get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, when I was playing on me, on my, on me, oh my God, when I was playing on my Xbox one X, the only issue that I personally had, mind you, I didn't play that long. It was probably only three hours, but you know, that's, I think it's enough time for bugs to kind of expose themselves. Um, Mm -hmm. and the only bug that bothered me was after I selected a shirt, the shirt menu icon stayed up. So it sh- kept showing that shirt and it got in the way of like other HUD elements. So I literally just closed out the game, reopened it and never had that issue again. Yeah. I, you know, I've run into that bug a couple of times, but all you have to do, at least in my experience is just go loot something and it goes away. Oh really? Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. I was just like, uh, the only went on the other way and how to do this is just, just close it out. Yeah. Also, my yeah, pizza. Your, your pizza's on the way. We're at yeah. It's on Fuck, the way. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, I'll be taking another shot when you get your pizza just to spice <laughs> things up a little bit. This time I'll mute my mic though so I don't fucking like die on, on air. We should pause it then so that way uh, it's not weird. <laughs> yeah, we'll just, we'll just pause it for a sec. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean there's some there's some bugs there. That's fine. You know, a lot of people have been complaining about it. We're not here about to bitch about the game. Uh, no. We are here because we are actually fucking loving the game. Yeah, I'm enjoying uh, it. Yeah, and so I, John, I want to hear kind of your thoughts first. You know, you know the life path you've chosen. Um, that don't really get into too many spoilers. I mean, it's really from what it sounds like you've only played the opening section of the game up until the title screen. Yes, and I'll also expect you guys uh, to pull up because I will probably be streaming the game as well. So uh, if you want to see, let's it, go, please. let's go. Um, yeah, you know what? So at first, I was having a real tough time really getting getting into it. I was just like, it's fun, but like, you know, it's like I'm having a tough time. Uh, I did choose hard, so you know, maybe mm-hmm. that's straying me away. But uh, every now and again, I get something cool, and I'm like, oh yeah, like this is kind of cool. Um, it wasn't until I was like, okay, I'm gonna sit down and just play this. I'm not going to do anything else. And I just played it. And after I got past that, uh, splash screen of the name, uh, cyberpunk 2077, I was like, Oh, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, you're like, uh, 
the controls know. for me, I feel like I'm a little like finicky with them. I'm like, I don't know how to do anything. Uh, <laughs> things I'm still like, I don't get it. Uh, I just barely figured out like how to the numbers thing. I don't even I can't even remember how to yeah how it goes. But I just like I barely figured that out. I'm like, okay, I'm getting this. <laughs> but uh, I've been enjoying it. I know all my coworkers, including my managers over where I work, have been talking about it even on meetings. Like we'll have like work meetings, and everyone's like, "You guys, you guys been playing Cyberpunk?" It's like the whole like industry's like talking about it. It's, so it's cool. Yeah. Uh, so overall, my experience I'd say is super, super great. Uh, again, with the bugs that I had on my Xbox One, that was the only thing, and I think maybe a couple of floating cigarettes. Or uh, I actually w- find floating cell phones on my Series X. Oh, really? I, yeah, I, I, I haven't noticed any cell phones. Yeah, it's pretty funny. You'll just see the cell phone floating, and I was just like, "Who are you talking to?" <laughs> That's funny as fuck. I haven't. Well, mate. Maybe I've seen. I don't know if I've if there's been floating cell phones. I haven't noticed. If you're in a dark uh, room, you're probably not going to be able to see it because the cell phones are pretty dark in the game. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. So yeah, starting off with it. So what was the life path you chose? Just I you know and kind of tell me ab- about it. So because we chose different life paths. Yes, I uh, I chose I chose Corpo, uh, which you were expecting me to choose Street Kid. I was. I honestly was. It's racist. I'm just kidding. But you know what? Because I was going to choose that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to, uh, but I wanted to see what Corpo was like. And I went ahead and chose that. And I'm actually pretty happy with my decision. Uh, although my character is an asshole. <laughs> because I'm like, oh yeah, Corpo. Like I'm just going to talk all corporate with them and see if I can get out of situations. And I, I'm just like an asshole. Like specifically one part in the game, I yelled at this chick and I was like, did I tell you to think? And I was like, oh, I was like, I wouldn't do that in real life. <laughs> I felt so bad. Like, I was like, can I like apologize in the game? <laughs> but like, he's like, I didn't tell you to think. So don't think. And he's like, do you get paid to think around here? <laughs> and she was like, uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm an asshole. No. Oh, yeah. Cause you, and you chose the dude as well, which is, I have a funny story about that later. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh no. <laughs> CBT. CBT. Oh, <laughs> uh, but that's awesome. So your 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 guy's kind of more of a dick in in Corpo then. Kind of like every time I hear my character talk, I'm like I wish I chose a not a mean voice. Oh, my pizza's here. Pizza time. Pause. Pause time. Pause time. Yep, we got the pizza. Pizza secured. And you got your shot. The shot secured. My my throat burns. I thought you were afraid of shots. Yes. <laughs> I mean, shot. legal ones, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, wrong shots. <laughs> Dude, I think most guys are afraid of actual needles because, you know, like, me, gets cut by knife, me, meh, gets seized needle, keep that shit away from me. <laughs> Dude. Bro, like, yeah, straight up, bro. And that's, oh, 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 dude, I fucking, ah, get it out of my head, John. (laughs) (laughs) Starts going into the keys loop. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. But yes, yes, back onto the topic. Back onto the topic. Corpo. So, yeah, you've been playing Corpo. Your character's kind of a douche dick. Yeah, Uh, douche dick. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so you, you were talking earlier today, though. I heard you talk about, so Jackie. He's one of the main characters um, of the game so far. Um, yeah. 
So how do you like him so far? How does he... Uh... So in general, I didn't really like him at first. I was like, you're kind of a prick. But I was like, you're cool, but you're kind of a prick. And then later throughout the game, I did start enjoying him more. But every now and again, I was like, oh, that's a dick move, bro. Like, why? <laughs> but, you know, eventually I did... Um, uh, like it so i was like you know i ended up liking him a lot more so i was like oh sweet like you know he's really cool so yeah yeah jackie's pretty cool yeah, yeah so you you've only played up really you've played only up until the title screen which yeah that, how long did that take you? i'm just curious how long did that take you to get to that title screen i think about five hours but it's because like i wasn't really fucking off and like doing other stuff i was just going straight for story because i was like i don't know how to do anything it's <laughs> like i don't know how to track other quests <laughs> Let's let's back off in just a moment. It took you five hours until the title came up. Something like that, yeah. Usually the opening three minutes of a game or a movie. Also known as like half of most first person shooter games out there. Yes. That's that's for your scale, right? So that's I mean, that's pretty incredible. Um, but that's good. So you're really you haven't even scratched the surface. Like you haven't even, you know, you're not even at the tip of the iceberg. You're like at the tippy, 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 tippy top of the iceberg. Yes. Um, which is awesome. So you got a lot, you got a lot to dive into and it's definitely so. So yeah, I kind of approached it differently. Cause I, you know, I played as nomad. I played as a nomad more under peer pressure because I kind of, I left it up to a vote between <laughs> nomad and street kid. Cause I couldn't decide if nomad won. So I chose nomad. Um, which I'm really glad I did because it offers a completely different view of the character than what you're telling me because your character is kind of more of a dick um, where mine's kind of more stubborn, definitely stubborn, but not um, a lot more humble, I guess. She, the, her, because um, I play as a girl, um, I play as a woman in Cyberpunk because, you know, um, I'm not gay. So, <laughs> again, I will tell that story later. But, um, <laughs> oh no, God, it's so stupid. But, uh, so yeah, so my character, my V, um, she's, um, you know, she's like, she's not a, like a bitch, but she, she'll stand her ground and stuff. So her dialogue options are, you know, sometimes she comes off a little more harsh than I was like, oh man, you know, this is kind of oh, a little bit rough, but at the same time, you're not trying to be a dick. You're just. You're kind of a solo player, so you don't really know how to encounter them. So as you upgrade your different attributes, you learn different skills on how to talk in different ways, and then you get special nomad options, which with some characters um, grant you early access to things, like uh, the instantly on their good side or something, for example. Um, so going in, you know, I played the opening, kind of the opening mission there before you enter Night City. Um I just kind of, I didn't even explore for anything. So I did that. And then you enter right night city and then into the first mission. And then, you know, at that point, cause I'm kind of in the same boat as you, I, I suck at RPG games. So this game, I kind of walked in and that opening mission, I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know what the, I'm doing. Um, so I'm not gonna, I, you know, I jumped on YouTube, dude. And I was like top 10 things that you should know before starting a game or how to get good at the game and stuff. And, you know, one of the things that they said is just pick up everything you can and then, you know, sell it at the vendors because uh, money is kind of scarce. So <laughs> through all the missions, and now it's a habit, I just pick up everything as I'm going along. I did that in general. Yeah, so I'm just, like, doing that, and I'm selling the stuff. 
Um, and I'm trying to break that habit a little bit because eventually you start running out of inventory space. <laughs> and I forget to go stealth stuff and I have like 50 guns in my backpack. So it's just ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so it took me about 10 hours. No, nine, nine and a half hours, I want to say, until I got to the, uh, the splash screen, the title screen. Um, so kind of the same place you are because, you know, I went through and I did some uh, some side quests and stuff because I wanted to, before really jumping into the game, I wanted to kind of experience and kind of learn a little bit about it. So, you know, I do a couple of gigs. Uh, I go kill a couple people. And I got my ass kicked a lot because I'm underpowered as fuck. But, uh, you know, going through the Night City shit, dude, it is just one of the most beautiful, like, open worlds I've ever experienced. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the daytime, but that goes for literally every game I play for. I don't really like daytime. I like the nighttime, especially in cities. And Night City, as its name would suggest, is the most beautiful during that time. It feels like you're playing Bla- you know, playing a Blade Runner game or something. Um, it is very, very pretty, especially on the Series X. Um, you know, you don't have any ray tracing quite yet, but even without, I think it's like 1080p, 60 frames per second currently. And it still looks gorgeous. And, you know, I've had no screen issues. I had no, uh, like, frame rate drops or anything. Um, So exploring it, you know, with the, you know, you have different guns and stuff. It's really interesting how different guns work. I would expect the shotguns to be, you know, just the boomer shooter inside of me. It was like, yeah, fucking shotgun. Get the double barrel shotgun to go fucking ham. Turns out usually the best guns are either your pistols or your melee weapons, your blades. Um, I still carry around a shotgun because you have to have a shotgun. Um, what's funny is I'm usually like a sniper or like a long ranged guy for whatever reason. I'm close and personal in this game. Like I'm, I'm a shotgun guy. Yeah. It's so good to be close, uh, close up and personal. I'm waiting to get a good like sniper rifle to determine if I'm going to be more of a, like a long distance guy. But so far I'm like shotguns are fucking OP. Yeah, it's hard to find snipers in the early game, from what I've found. Um, but if you look up on YouTube, and I, I don't know if some people consider this cheating. I don't. Like, I just want to have the best experience. There's guns you can find early on, just in the open world, that are, like, really, really powerful and, like, legendary guns. So there's a sniper that's very similar to, like, the Halo sniper, where it's kind of got oh. the more of the squarish uh, scope design. You have, the, like, the night vision and stuff. It's almost an insta-kill. Um, from like 100, 150 meters away or something that you can just unlock by finding it. There's a place where you find it just randomly. Uh, there's guns, yeah. There's guns that you can find. There's this gun that talks to you. It's got a. It's the only gun in the game that actually has a voice and a personality, and it's an auto aim. So you got this little square in the middle of the screen. As long as the person's in that, it will. And you have the uh, the ability, the the cyber upgrade. Um, it will auto aim headshots. As long as they're in the general facility in front of you. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So and there's a lot of different guns you can get, and they all have like these special perks. I just picked up a double barrel shotgun that you can charge up and blow people away with. <laughs> oh my god. Can you please send me those three things in specific? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And there's also a way to unlock Johnny Silverhand's uh pistol. Um I still haven't yes. got it. I haven't got to the the side quest yet, but you there's a way you can do it. And his pistol is overpowered as fuck right now. Yes. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, story wise, though, it's really interesting because I played I played about six side quests total between when I started the game and when I got to the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, uh, you know, logo screen. 
And they all still lead back like into the story. They're not like side objectives that lead to nothing. They all come back into the world. Um, which I find really cool because for me, one of the reasons why I don't like doing side quests a lot in games like this is they're just they're side quests. They don't really Yeah, they add beef to your game, but they you know, you're for a weapon here or a weapon there. Um, but there's a lot of really cool stories inside of it and really good characters and really cool experiences, some of which even have their own cutscenes and stuff, which is fucking sick. So definitely worth doing some side quests there. Um, some of them grant some really cool weaponry or really cool cyber upgrades and stuff like that. Um, there's also something you can get. They're called the Mantis Blades, and I know you guys have seen it. It's like when your arms open up and the big blades come out of both ends and you're like fucking double Doom Slayer. Um, there's a way you can find those out in the open as well without even having to do anything. Uh, it's just in one of the shopping malls on the ground next to a terrorist. Uh, so you sneak by the terrorist, you open up the thing, and you can find them there. And they're super overpowered um, at the point where I'm at, which was when I found it was I was about 15 hours into the game. And it, it just fucking slaughters everything in my path. Damn. So definitely uh, my suggestion is definitely kind of look those up. Um, there's really not a lot of story spoilers involved with a lot of them. So if you're worried about spoilers, you know, nothing really to worry about there. Um, so that's interesting. And then, yeah, playing through it, Jackie, for me, he's actually a total homie in my playthrough. So he's not really a jerk in my playthrough. He's actually kind of a homie. He makes some dumb mistakes here and there, and then my character gets kind of unreasonably mad at him for it. That's what my character does. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, d- I, I thought that was the nice option. <laughs> yeah. They need to make it like a little thing where it makes it so it's like, okay, you know you're going to say something angry because there's sometimes like I'd play Fallout 4 and I'm like, oh, I want to be nice. And it turns out I just became like the biggest dick to them. I know. That's my issue with RPG games. I just suck so bad on them. So I've kind of gotten the habit, or habit, excuse me, of when I'm about to talk to somebody, I always quick save right before so I can go back and change it. Because, um, yeah, I there was one encounter where I'm trying to find this information on somebody who's missing. And this guy's kind of like, if you piss him off, he turns into like almost a boss battle and he's super a pain in the ass to kill. And after like six tries of trying to kill him, I'm just like, I can't fucking kill him. Is there any way I can avoid this? And I chose different dialogue options and turns out he'll, he will actually 100% work with you. You don't even have to pay him any money to get any information out of him. And he'll actually give you stuff too, which is like, what? So ton of options. There's so much depth to this game, which I really appreciate. Um, dude, and that, man, the opening, like the opening story, the opening quest, really. Um, dude, that fucking, by the end of it, I was like, oh my God, well, I don't even know what's going to happen next. Cause everything I was expecting from the story had occurred in that first 10 hours. <laughs> Aside from, you know, Johnny Silverhand himself. Yeah. So if you've seen the trailers, you already know why, but I hadn't really seen the trailers too much. So I didn't know why. Um, Johnny Silverhand, by the way, fucking badass. One of the coolest characters in the game. Oh yeah, uh, kind of a cunt at first, but um, he gets he gets a lot cooler. Um, so I say so far, I mean, I'm really impressed by the combat. Uh, the city is really cool. I'm never really a fan of it when it's full daylight, so I'll usually hit pause, and I'll only go from like dusk till dawn and then i'll skip the time unless i have to do a quest in the daytime but oh that there's a lot of really good characters um i don't know i'm really enjoying it. i've put about 20 hours in now 
Uh, actually, probably a little more than 20 hours. So I want to say I'm a bit ways in the game. There's been some really big things that have happened. But I've got a feeling from based on what other people are saying, I'm still just scratching the surface, which is blowing my fucking mind. Um, but yeah, definitely do. And especially if you're, I don't know, if you're going through to either romance characters or you're trying to go through and get some special weaponry from them, definitely do specific character side quests because that will also determine and change the ending of the game for you from what I hear. Damn. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. John, I, sounds like, so it sounds like you are enjoying it so far though. Yes, and I am very early, so like where you're at makes me sound like, oh, I am so early in the game. Uh, but I'm excited to really get into it and like really, really jump in and start just having fun. Um, I'm starting to scratch that surface where I'm like, okay, I'm starting to get this. I'm starting to get some things down, some things I don't quite get. So I think what I'll do is maybe look up a couple tutorials and uh, Definitely. kind of get that down. Um, but I'm excited. It's been great. Yeah, most of them, like, just look up, like, Game Ranks has a really good article, but there's some other, uh, or video, and there's some other ones. Just, like, 10 things I wish i known before starting Cyberpunk. And you're still early enough in the game where a lot of this still applies to you, and you're like, oh, yeah, you can change this massively. So, um, and I've seen some later gameplay, no spoilers, but, like, the gameplay is so radically different than what I am playing right now. And I'm like, what? You can do that? The fuck? <laughs> so i'm really excited dude i'm freaking loving it so far the storytelling is on peak i have to say this ma- this game makes it feel like it's watchdogs 4 oh like, shit it's so fucking cool oh the hacking is fun dude i like the hacking what the fuck <laughs> dude it's cool yeah and so i was like bro this is basically watchdogs for me dude it is so good my favorite thing about it and one of the things that rpgs always bug the fuck out of me over four is they could give you all these options for dialogue um but you'll press it and then you don't have a character that talks so it just says it and then they reply immediately and i'm like uh it gets really boring for me or in fallout 4 you know you go in the third person and your character will talk with their rough animations and the other guy will talk back and forth and i'm like uh but in this one the voice acting is really good and you know the gestures gestures are really good Sometimes it'll cut into cutscenes, but it's never like a situation. You'll have conversations just by walking around. It's never like every time you talk to somebody, it goes and centers the person in front of you, and then they're like staring at you blankly and talking like that. You know? Yeah. They. The one thing I will give uh, Cyberpunk is they make the world feel so alive. Like all the NPCs, they don't feel out of place. Like I feel like they genuinely like they sit and like they actually like move their hands on like how they're talking and stuff like that. And it's like it feels so lively. It does, dude. It does. Um, and as somebody who does play a lot of RPGs, like, dude, this is like the most ambitious game I feel like I've ever played. Like, I don't think I've ever experienced anything quite this deep. And it's very intimidating up front. I'm like, oh my god. I Because I was going to write a review on it. And I'm, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can write a review on it. I don't yeah, think I... Yeah. I am not intelligently smart enough to write a review on this game. <laughs> That's it is a big game. That's a compliment, dude. I'm really excited to get into like where I start getting good stuff because I feel like I have shit weapons and I just like I die a lot and I'm like I die quick. I'm like, I'm telling you, dude, just go on YouTube, spend an hour and a half going and doing these little side, these small little side quests and fast traveling and picking up these weapons. It will make the biggest difference in the world. I promise. 
Hell yeah, dude. You go from fucking frustration to, oh my God, I'm a cybernetic freak. Here we go. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I run into some bugs here and there. There's one bug I ran to, into last night where the character, and it's only happened for a few moments. A character was talking to me, but her jaw wasn't moving. You know? Fuck. She just got, but her mouth was closed. It only happened quickly, and then it went into the next cutscene, and then it was fine. But I don't know. Not having too many bugs so far, that so I'm really I'm really thankful for that. Yeah. Um the only thing I saw was kind of weird on my Series X was a character just like standing still and they were moving forward. <laughs> oh yeah, there is the there's the there's the good uh Easter egg here and there. Well they either stand because I saw one guy kill one of his friends and it was like a meme. He just stands up like this straight and then just floats away like in his sprint, but he floats. Did you record it? Oh, dude, I tried to. I tried to, but it wouldn't record for me. What and the then fuck? every once in a while, you'll see some people go into a fucking T-pose and then float around. <laughs> it is the funniest thing in the world. I'm like, I can't even criticize you. You're too you know, funny. You know you're the, your character's rebooting. Yeah, it's it's funny, dude. It's funny. But I'm really enjoying it so far. I don't have... I really don't have any complaints so far. Aside that it's so overambitious that sometimes I'm just like, okay, I, I need to go outside for a few minutes. I This is too much. And then I come back. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, that's just kind of my general thoughts so far on Cyberpunk, John. What about you? Uh, overall, like I said, like super early, like I'm enjoying it. So, you know, I, I don't really have too much to say because I'm not that far. <laughs> that's fair enough. Fair enough. And you're not that far. You're five hours in. That's halfway through most games. So there you go. Uh, there you have it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm a little bit further than five hours now. I'm probably around nine, but overall, it's good. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. You did tell me some things after the fact too. Yes, because Johnny Silverhand is a badass. Yes, I love Johnny. Johnny's cool. John Wick is a badass. I think he like Keanu Reeves in general. Keanu Reeves is <laughs> such a bro, dude. Oh, I was going to ask you as well. Was there any major? So you've played it on both consoles, right? Yes. Is there any major differences from what you've noticed between the two? Lighting. The lighting, the lighting is fucking crazy. Yeah. Gotcha. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, like the other one, I felt like was more gray and just like the the colors did kind of stand out, but it wasn't like like for instance, um, I'm pretty sure everyone knows who Dex is. I think I'm fine to say that. It's, yeah, it's not yeah. spoilers. Spoilers. Just every, every, everybody knows who Dex is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The scene where he's in the car smoking a cigar, um, I feel like that scene was very gray. Like I felt like the van, like the, the vehicle that you're in, is just very smoky. And it's like, okay, you smoke a cigar, but it feels like everything just has like this grain over it. So I was like, uh, maybe it's supposed to be this way. And then I didn't replay that scene, but I played another thing where he was in a room sitting down and he was smoking. But like I noticed that the lighting was significantly different. Yeah, that's and that's a big thing. Lighting is a big deal in this game. So yeah, um, so yeah, I don't know. That's just a quick question I had, just because I, I haven't played it on my One X yet. So I was just curious. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Well, let me jump into the next Cyberpunk thing, shall I? Yes, yes, this is related. Yeah, dude. What Halo Infinite can learn from Cyberpunk? Uh, Cyberpunk's launch mistakes, Fall Twenty Twenty One, a blessing in disguise. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> the Cyberpunk launches, I mean, as you 
all probably know was a bit of a clusterfuck. Sadly. Um, and I think, so the, one of the reasons why is they completely ignored the Xbox One and PS4 version. Like, 100%. Like, they even fully admitted it. Like, oh, yeah, we just did focus too much on it. And I think, uh, you know, if they want Halo Infinite, you know, if Halo Infinite needs to be really big, they got to make sure if they're still launching it on the Xbox One, um, they got to make sure that it's at least in a place for launch where it's good. Just good. For all consoles. Yeah, just just good on the Xbox One. Just fine, you know? And they probably won't even support it for any other future content, but just for people still having it. You know, it, it's best for them to avoid a situation like this where it's borderline unplayable, um, you know, on Xbox One. And I'm fully aware they can do that. I think they will. But I think, you know, with everything that we've learned so far about Halo Infinite's delay actually being a really, really good thing, and, you know, they've been able to... Um, dramatically improved the the graphics so far from what they say and what they've showed. Um, I think that's going to be really the, kind of a blessing disguise. The Halo is just going to be so polished um, when it comes out in fall 2021 that it's going to be like, yeah, you know, that was, that was a good call. Um, and it really is one of those things. Cause a lot of people agree, you know, cyberpunk could have used another delay until February. Cause that's when they said their patches are coming out uh, between January and February. That reminds um, me of the meme where it's like Cyberpunk is being deleted <clears throat> and give the game back. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it's even gone down like r- yeah, right before the podcast started. It's been removed from the PlayStation store. That apparently. Sucks. I don't understand what is going on there. I I'm not gonna put any blame anywhere. I I don't understand the situation. But that's I mean, that is that is rough. I don't care how good the game is. Like that's that's really rough, man. So that's going to affect the way people look at this game going forward, regardless of how good you and I think it is. Um, so I think with Halo Infinite launching and you know them working through COVID, it's definitely the best option that they decided to delay the game. Make sure that it is fully polished. You know, add the ray tracing and other stuff in there. Um, and hopefully, you know, hopefully. You know, we don't run into another situation like this because I would really like Halo Infinite just to have a masterful launch, super smooth. Um, and it just, man, it just, it, just, it kind of sucks to see Cyberpunk in this position because it's so fucking good. But um, I think Halo Infinite, the biggest thing it can learn is just being transparent with the, you know, with people, not holding back reviews on older consoles like Cyberpunk did. They only did PC reviews before it launched. Wow. So, I know yeah, so they got to make sure, you know, Halo Infinite doesn't just do Xbox Series X reviews. They got to get all the reviews out. Um, they got to let people stream the game. They got to make sure, you know, with the flights, you got to be open with the flights as well. Because it's confirmed that Halo Infinite is doing flighting again. Um, that'll start in 2021 sometime. So they got to make sure they get it right. They got to make sure that that launch is perfect so we don't. You know, run into a run into a problem like this to where it could affect the game's um, reputation quite a bit. Yes. So, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of a small topic worth uh, worth discussing. You know, actually, um, I do have a friend um, named Nick, super awesome dude. Uh, mm-hmm. He's actually got some content coming out soon, so uh, that I might be a part of. So, oh, nice. Just just, just pop on for a second, so uh, I'll let you guys know when that's a thing. Uh, but basically he's a huge, huge PlayStation dude, super, super chill dude. And he, uh, 
he's like, I'm not gonna, I, I don't know if he bought cyberpunk or if he's, you know, uh, he has a PlayStation four. I can't remember if he has a pro or not. He has some model or like some variant, but like, he's like, yeah, it's so broken that like, I need another game to hold me over. And he's like, and he's like, what's a good game. I'm like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And he's like, cool. I'm going to buy that. But like, it sucks to hear that. And it's damaging its reputation when I'm genuinely like having fun with it. Yeah. Like I think, I, and I think the game isn't getting the full credit it deserves. I do think there's some hyperbole um, occurring here and there, especially on PC and Xbox Series X um, and PS5. I, from what I've seen, I don't think the issues are as bad as some are saying just by the fact of, yeah, it might not be 4K, but it doesn't look bad. You know, it looks good. And I think and what's, what's funny is um, what I learned when I was um, over at Best Buy is if you're at a certain distance, you can't tell the difference between 4K and like 8K or like, you know, like 2K versus 4K. It's like it all eventually starts blending in. Like if you're sitting like really close to your station where, you know, what's displaying that image, then uh-huh. yeah, obviously you're going to see the differences. But, you know, for me, I'm like trying to think I'm like maybe eight feet back and yeah, there's no way. And my TV is like 50 inches. So it's like, it's not that big. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, there's a lot, I mean, yeah, there's going to be glitches and I feel like just being an, an open world RPG, um, conv- is like, you should have expected glitches. I mean, I, I can't think of an RPG game that hasn't had glitches at launch. Uh, every oh, yeah. fallout game, Every Fallout game has pretty crazy launches or bugs. Uh, I think even Outer Worlds had quite a few bugs. Um, yeah, I remember Outer Worlds was like, they're like, oh, we got to fix this, this ASAP. Yeah, I mean, I never ran into too many bugs with it, but I do remember Outer Worlds having a few bugs. So I think there is a little extra um, hyperbole um, there just for the next gen consoles. And I think it's just because it's popular to hate on it. And maybe, I mean, maybe people are having some severe issues, but I think on the new you know, next-gen consoles, at least from personal experience, any and all glitches and visual bugs have been very minor, um, and it doesn't really pull me out too much, but that's kind of more of a subjective thing. And it's like, it doesn't make me feel like I'm so out of place that it destroys the game atmosphere or whatever. Like, I, like I see a floating phone, I'm like, neat, and I just continue about my business. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and I guess it, it, it Experiences everybody differently, but or it you know affects everybody differently. But I don't know. So far, I've, the game is fucking gorgeous. I mean, honestly, it feels like a next gen game already. So I'm really impressed for it. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's a oh, a pretty good place to stop with the cyberpunk talk there, just because if we did talk about cyberpunk for a, some good time right there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Quite a few cyberpunk talk there. Um. Uh, yeah, uh, I do know how to make the Halo community pretty mad, and I'm pretty sure you know to, how to do it too. What sprint? That's a pretty good one. Okay, what about clamber? That's a very good one as well. But what about something pretty new? <laughs> okay, so this is an interesting situation that came up. Um, I think everybody, I think every Halo fan is aware of it for now. So, and I, I actually think it's a cool idea. I think so. New armors are being added to Halo 3. They're from the Halo Online mode um, from a while ago. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that, but there's like specific skins and they 
they have more of a Halo 4 aesthetic than Halo 3 one. Um, so they're adding on it, and it sounds like now they have confirmed they're working on a toggle on or off switch. But regardless, this is, I mean, unsurpri- <laughs> unsurprisingly, it's created a huge outcry on, online. So um, it's been quite a, quite an interesting little discourse. Um, and I think in a really weird fashion, I think all sides are correct on this, on this argument. Um, um, the only reason why I feel like it's it's fine to add this new armor set is because somebody was kind of comparing all of the new helmets and then had Hayabusa in the mix, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, that does feel maybe a little more four-ish. Um, if there was a scale like three to four, like Hayabusa would probably be a little more, so like one being Halo 3, five being Halo 4. I feel like that would have probably been like a three or four. Like, it's you know, pretty up there. And like, I was like, I don't know why everyone's freaking out so bad. I'm like, we just got more stuff from a game from 2008. Like chill. We just Mm -hmm. got more content. Like, it's not like it's someone breaking your leg. Not like someone's breaking (laughs) your game. Just, just shut up. Like if I got mad that Halo three had Hayabusa armor, they didn't have that in Halo two. So I think it's fucking shit. Like, (laughs) dude shut up like that's extra armor like that's that's like saying halo 3 armor customization um is forever gonna be better than reaches because reach had added new armor and it's gonna be forever shit it's like dude Mm -hmm. that's what makes the game more iconic i believe because it's like you know the more customization you have the more you can express yourself for me i'm more of a vintage player so i like having the chief outfit i love master chief as my main spartan so of course I'm going to stylize more my style after him, but some people like stylizing their own totally different characters. Like for instance, Tech, super super awesome, phenomenal screenshot man. Seriously, go check out his work. Um, Absolutely, you know, Tech is the man. Style. Yeah, he's got his own style, and it it fucking works. And obviously, you've got your own Spartan, but like you know, some people just want the classic look, and it's like just leave the classic armor on yourself. Then don't like shit people down people's leather throats because they want to have other stuff on. I don't know. It bothers the fuck out of me. Absolutely, man. And you know, that that's interesting. Cause you just covered one side of, so you pretty much, yeah, you just covered one side of it there. So the argument, you know, more or less being, you know, Hey, you know, the, if it's not, if you don't want to use the newer stuff, then don't use it. Just use your classic armor, which absolutely fair argument. 100%. Um, and then there's the other side of the argument who says, well, you know, this stuff clearly doesn't fit the Halo 3 aesthetic or the art style, and it kind of stands on like a sore thumb. Um, and it kind of ruins the visual experience and the vibe of Halo 3, which, like, I can kind of understand as well. And, like, you know, seeing, you know, even though if I am using my own armor, you know, seeing Halo 4 Spartans run around Halo 3 could be distracting. And, even if I don't personally necessarily agree with that myself, I'm like, I understand that too. Like I get it. You know, you want to preserve the classic. Um, and really this was a lot of this exploded before they were like, no, we're, we're working on a toggle option because yeah. Um, so really the interesting thing, and one of the biggest things that I've also seen is like, 
some people who are really excited about these new armors that look more like Halo 4 are, some of them are pretty much just Halo 4, like literally Halo 4 armors, which I think is awesome, by the way. Um, but some people are like, well, yeah, but if I choose to look, customize my character like that, you know, I should have the right to look like that, and then you should have to respect that I look different because of that. And I'm like, well, fuck. You're all fucking right. Stop it. <laughs> I don't so know. Become, like, yeah. It's, I guess it want to preserve the original, but it's like, if you wanted to preserve the original, then your argument wouldn't be valid for Halo 2 Anniversary. That is true. That, that, that bothers me, because that's not preserving the originality. That's, like, that's totally making it look brand new. Like it looks like almost a totally different game. Of course, it's got the same feel. Like you can definitely tell what it is, but in that theory, like, no, they should make a, a switch where if you're playing Halo two anniversary online, that it switches back to the Halo two classic. Like, no, I, I, I personally think that they shouldn't add a switch, but the only reason why I want to have them add a switch so people can shut up. Because, like, that is actually, like, uh, imagine, like, getting mad at a company, like, saying, how dare you add more content? Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't know. Like, I'm trying to see the other side, like. Right, for sure. But I I, I, I just don't see it. Like, I, I don't get it. Uh, that's totally fair. You know, that's, I mean, that, and I totally respect that. You know, that's, you know, your view is very much very inclusive, which I really like. And I actually agree with a lot of that. Like, um, Halo... Like, for me, from my perspective, and the reason, like, I'll probably keep the the toggle turned on so I can see both of them. Because for me, what this says is it's just blending the universe better together. And this is how I thought of it, too. I was like, uh, okay, so this is, these helmets were, in my mind, I was like, okay, these were technically supposed to be out. And let's say, like, they just show a small branch and then Master Chief goes cryo sleep four years wakes up and now spartans have all these different customization armor sets it's like to me that makes a lot of sense because they only had like a basic start and now they've got hundreds of like different armor variants it's like yes what do you need mm-hmm. absolutely so it's like and i think a lot of people would argue well like yeah it's the time frame between halo 3 and halo 4 that's so all the halo 3 armors should stay halo 3 and all the halo 4 armors should stay halo 4 in my mind i don't Especially in the Master Chief Collection, I don't, I no longer see these games as separate entities, but rather as one large entity. And the, one of the reasons I'm totally stoked for having more Halo Four looking armors in Halo Three is that it kind of com- it kind of makes the transition between Halo 3's art style and Halo 4's art style uh, feel a little more natural, I guess, if that makes any sense. And I'm sure there's a lot of people like punching their computer screen right now um that that definitely makes sense because obviously three to four totally different art art style totally different mm -hmm. so like seeing them instead of just being you know halo three halo four like two like lines they kind of just blend those lines together where it's more blurry so it's like oh yeah like you can see how this slowly transitions to the Halo 4 games, which I'd love for them to do something where it's like, yep, this is where Halo 5 kind of switches to Halo Infinite. Like, you've got to have those middle ground armors that make it look like, obviously, Halo 4 slash 5, but it's moving to Infinite. Like, for instance, one of the helmets had, like, the Master Chief's Halo 4 visor, but definitely had, like, like a Master Chief, like, almost Halo 1 helmet. Like, they very well blended that. Yeah, and I'm, you know, and honestly, I'm going to be honest, I really do fully agree with you. Um, 
you know, and I totally get it. The one thing I do, um, I do understand the criticism and the worry. And with the toggle switch, it's not a big deal. Really, the the issues resolved with the toggle switch. Um, but I bring this up just because I think it's really interesting, and I think it's a it's an interesting point to consider. Um, and I think it's a good, you know, just some good to think about um, for everybody. Really, it's kind of, um, you know, because, you know, we, we grew up playing Halo 3. And sometimes maybe it's nice just to go back to Halo 3 as it was and preserve, I'm trying to think about it, preserve the experience as it was um, before they added everything. Um, so that if you, you know, for example, if you want to show a friend, like, this is what Halo 3 once was, or, you know, sometimes you just, you know, you just want to have your familiar Halo 3 art style, and you don't want to see the three, the, the Halo 4-ish designs. I totally understand that viewpoint of, you know, wanting to toggle that off, and where some people might be like, well, hey, that, that I feel like then you're not respecting my choice of armor, and to be honest, who... How how are you even going to fucking know that? It you know it doesn't really matter. But I think there is merit to wanting to keep the Halo Three experience, the Halo Three experience, as it was. But at the same time, I am aligned with you in thinking expanding these games to almost blend into each other is totally the right call. The one thing that bothers me is I think I feel like the same people that are bitching about the helmets want Halo Three Anniversary. That's not preserving it. That's it's that's an interesting yeah that's an interesting point there. So so, and you know I want you to kind of go over that with me because that's an interesting perspective. So, um, Halo Three Anniversary wouldn't be preserving Halo Three. Um, no. Okay, I want you to ex- explain that to me because that's a really interesting thought. So I grew up. We'll, we'll use Halo Two. Halo Two is the perfect example. There we go. Um, yeah. Obviously, I grew up with Halo 2. Um, honestly, if you look at it now, that's a very cartoony game. Very. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, a little more of a darker tone, um, but definitely very cartoony. Then you look at it when they switch it, right? Like, you could technically say that's not preserving it because the guns look totally different. Oh, my energy sword. It's not. It's more uh, sharp than curvy. My bullet sounds sound totally different. Like that's not preserving it like whatsoever. If you wanted to preserve it, then leave the graphics the same and I don't know, touch up the frame rate, make it smoother, you know, basically leave everything the same. Mm-hmm. But I feel like adding more content, therefore they remastered the game. Maybe, you know, definitely wasn't three four three, but you know, another studio that was given the honor to remaster that game they're adding more content because they're making it look really good you know just like the lens flares the guns the sound the you know just everything like i don't know i guess that that bothers me it's like people are like i want it preserved but then they say halo 2 anniversary is awesome and then they're like oh i want halo 3 anniversary it's like okay so yeah (laughs) okay i totally see where you're coming from there and let me kind of uh i don't want to say counterpoint but I want to say, yeah, I want to say, because I, I, you know, I'm agreeing with you. So Halo 2 Anniversary isn't the same as preserving Halo 2. No. Um, when, I do, when I do think, so yeah, you're completely right there. What I do think it does is it does modernize it so that the newer generations can experience it without having to deal with other graphics. And I think that's always a good thing as well, especially going to, you know, next generation 
you know, where you want everything to look as absolutely perfect and beautiful as ever. Now, I don't really want a Halo 3 anniversary. I think Halo 3 looks perfect as it is. Yeah, In fact, it's one, of, it's one of the best age games, period. Like, we can never go for a Halo 3 anniversary. I'd be fine. Um, but I would understand the viewpoint of, you know, preserve Halo 3, you know, preserve Halo 3s here, and then here have Halo 3 anniversary, and then add the stuff in Halo 3 anniversary. Um, which I don't actually know where I'm going with that, but, <laughs> but like, like I can kind of, like, I can, I can understand, I can sympathize with those who just want Halo 3 to remain Halo 3 as they've known and loved it for 13 years. At the same time, I'm, dude, I'm more content for Halo 3 is more content for Halo 3. And are you fucking kidding me? I've, this is a dream come true. So it's kind of a double-bladed sword for me. I don't know. Like, I understand, like, having a totally, like, anniversary menu. So, like, for instance, like, Halo 2 anniversary has a totally different game option. Like, you can have yeah. different armor sets for that. But I don't know. Like, in a weird sense, it goes back to that argument where it's like, everyone's like, oh, I don't want this in my new Halo game. It's like, well, then get your 360 out and play Halo 3. Like, that's just... Like, clearly, if you're not in it for the new content, then why are you here? Like, the the point of being a fan is you like what they're doing. You want to see them expand. Of course, you know what? Like, I'm going to be pretty honest. Like, I didn't like Halo 5 that much. It's a good story. But, like, I felt like they could have been about it a little bit better. But that's me. I still think overall pretty good. But... I don't know, like, if you're not in it for, like, every every game company has to have a shit game in order to know, like, oh, how about we don't go that direction because our fans did not love that. But clearly, I think there's a lot more fans that are like, you're adding content to, like, for instance, Halo CE, when they added the weapon skins, like, you're adding weapon skins mm-hmm. to almost a 20-year-old game? Are you kidding me? That's awesome. That's unheard of. Like, you don't really hear about that. So it shows that they're not only caring about their new games they want to make sure they're keeping their old fans because they're kind of catering to them like hey we like want you to know that we're adding content we're we want this game to be fun for you guys because this means a lot to you i guess you can counter argue that it's like yeah don't add new stuff but i think that's a way to add more people though because like someone's like you know what like that armor set looks really cool i want to join and you know get into this and my girlfriend's cousin austin is going through the halo universe only because I showed him the Halo Reach armor. I went through and broke down what it meant, like different armor sets uh, meant. And he absolutely loved that to the point where he's playing through all of the games with me. We're, we're about to start Halo 4. And it's only because of the armor sets. So like, I don't know. Like that, It just bothers me that people are just like, nah. <laughs> hey, man, dude, and that's completely fair. And I think that's a, that's a really good point. Um... That's actually, you know, that's a really good point there. <laughs> you're um, not asshole. What the fuck? No, you're not. No, you're not. And I think, I mean, but that just, see, and for me, in my brain, that just complicates even more, but it shouldn't because the toggle option is there for your personal preference. So it, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter um, as long as they, you know, put it through. Because that way, people who, it's kind of a win-win. It's whoever, you know, if you don't want to see the Halo 4-ish armor, then you don't have to. Um, but if know, you're, dude, I'm kind of bothered yeah. because like when, when I play my, I've gotten a couple of messages where I left like my master chief helmet on, like I left the armor the same, just changed my color. Um, I do, I do, um, 
military green and black or gray, whichever one they have. And I've gotten messages that are people like, wow, just using master chief armor. Just like, it's like, well, yeah, I fucking love it. So like if they add that toggle option and it defaults to that master chief armor, it's like, there's still people going to be bitching about it. So I don't, I don't know like what issue you're trying to solve here. (laughs) Yeah. It's, I mean, truly the base of the problem just comes with (laughs) the halo community is just very, I want to put this delicately. Um, particular, particular. Yeah. Very particular. Like, you know what you like, and there's a lot to choose from. Um, and that's kind of like, okay, for example, that's one of the reasons why I'm really excited about where Halo Infinite is coming in, because you're seeing just in the Halo skins that we were talking about earlier today that were they were showing off for the multiplayer, you are seeing both three for three art style and classic art style being combined in a way that works for both. So that's like for me, I'm like, yeah, that looks perfect. And in a way, I feel like this is one of the ways where it's like, okay, so you know, we're we're regularizing the idea that both art styles exist in the same universe, which has been kind of hard to do because only Halo Wars 2 has done it so far. And that's not even a main game. That's a spinoff game. Um, So I think like this is the first big step into making that a reality. Now that's going to turn some people off. um, But I'm with you. I do agree with you though, John. Um, I do think this is the best call. It does. I'm going to be honest. It does bug me a little bit or quite a bit when I see people online saying this is ridiculous. You can't do that. You know, you got to preserve the memory of Halo 3. And I'm like, pop the disc back in, buddy. I, yeah, I get it. It's just, there's <laughs> you know so what? much more that you could do with it, though. And that's, your memories are one thing. But I also think going forward, if you're not updating the game, what's keeping you playing Halo 3? Are you still even playing Halo 3 every day? Or are you just complaining for the sake of complaining? And that's where I'm just like, you know, before we get off this topic, there's two things that I want to say. Please, um, I can't remember the comedian, super funny guy, where he's like, "You got offended by that joke? Well, I didn't. Therefore, I'm happier." That's the same thing in this situation. Is like you're getting offended over a piece of armor. I'm all for it. Therefore, I'm happier for the community. Damn right. Like, okay, I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah. So it's like cool. They're adding more shit to a game that I grew up with, and I get to see evolve and. I'm, that makes me more excited for Halo Infinite. Yep. The next thing I might have forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I'll, and I'll kind of just wrap off the topic with saying, you know, I'm really happy that they addressed that they're working on adding a toggle switch at the end of the day. You know, as long as everybody's, <laughs> as long as everybody's happy at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And there's no keeping everybody happy, but I think this is the closest you're going to get. And I think for me and you, we're going to forget there's even a toggle switch. I forgot there's a toggle switch for the in-game skins. Yeah, I I always remember it was there, but I was just like, you know what? Like at first, I was like, no, I I don't know if I like the skins, and I was like, well, why wouldn't I? They have it in Halo Four, they have it in Halo Five. Why would I care if it's like if I if they had it originally as a kid? I think I'd be more stoked. So I was like, yeah, leave it. Yeah, I love it, and there's a lot of skins that look so good in GameCube. <laughs> the golden skins. Oh, mm, it's very true. 
Yeah, I think, and I think that's a good place to kind of leave off that topic there. Just because, you know what, I think we kind of covered everything. Dude, that went uh, into the, I thought that was going to go into the uh, the Slayer division. That went to the Spartan division, dude. Yeah, dude. It <laughs> did. Well, first of all, I went off. <laughs> but that's good. And it was actually really entertaining, entertaining to watch. But uh, <laughs> no, I really, I actually, I really did a, you know, I actually really appreciate your takes into that because that's, that helps me greater understand my own place on it as well. It's kind of hard to, to pay attention when all you see online is over-exaggerated anger about something that you think is cool. So, I, no, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely in agreement with you, though. I, I'm really excited for it. I think it's the coolest fucking thing. And I think most of the armors actually look pretty sick. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I think they blend in quite well for Halo 3. But um, my, my manager once said, um, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And I was just like, well, eventually that ski- that squeaky wheel is just going to be left aside. You know what's really like, funny about that? Yeah, it's really funny. The squeaky wheel gets the wheel. The squeaky wheel being people complaining about Sprint and Halo. Yet Halo Infinite has Sprint suck my thick, grunty nipple. Nipple food. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, like yes, you can, you can complain a lot, but it's going to get to a point where it's like, you know, if that's, if you're, if your wheel's squeaking you on- happy? Yeah, if your wheel is squeaking, like let's say for instance in your car, you're gonna get that replaced eventually. So like yeah. that's gonna be gone. Exactly. So you know, um, either live with it or um, how about you go back to play your, your original games? Like, and I hate being that asshole because it's like, you know, like I think everyone's totally entitled to their own, own opinion. Like for instance, I absolutely hate Halo 5's like Call of Duty style aiming. I immediately swatched yeah. us uh, swap, yeah, yes. swap that to um, Halo Four. Cause I'm like, that is traditional aiming and I will fight you to the death. But you know, if you prefer that style, by all means, go ahead and use it. I'm not going to be the person that stops you because, uh, that would make me a hypocrite. I fucking love it, dude. I fucking love it. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think we covered that pretty well. Um, I think, by the way, I want to throw this as well. I think the same thing goes for halo, uh, halo Fortnite shit. Like, first, if you're not interested in Fortnite and you're flipping out about Halo joining Fortnite, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I've got an idea. Shush. Go play Halo Three. Yeah, like I'm. I'm. So, I don't mean to be rude, but seriously, if you're complaining about Halo Infinite or Master Chief being in Fortnite, the biggest game in the world, really, the game that will bring gamers of the young. And interest them into other franchises such as Halo and bring in a bunch of people. If you have a problem with people like kids joining Halo, but you were also a kid who enjoyed Halo once, shut the fuck up. Dude, half of us Halo players that are veterans, we were kids. Dude, we were kids. Like six years old, man. Yeah, five years old or something. Dude, the first time I played Halo was on my dad's lap and I was two. Like Halo's been in my life all of my life. Pretty much, yeah. like, since the age of two, which is pretty damn young. And ever since then, I've always played it. And it's like, should have my parents technically let me play it? Technically, no, because it's an M-rated game. But obviously, up to nowadays standards, it easily passes teen. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, so it's I, like, I like honestly, personally, if it was my personal standpoint, I'd be like, yeah, make that game M-rated because I'd like to blow off limbs off of, I'm gonna say, it's going to sound terrible, but off of elites, brutes, grunts, um, you know, f- like imagine shooting foreigner stuff and you see like just metal getting ripped and torn off. Like that just sounds super cool. But I'm like, also like if they just keep, you know, just 
kind of preserving that game, then we're just going to get a copy of another game. Like eventually it's going to become boring. So I understand that we need more new, we need new players. You always need new players for your game to be big uh, as well as you need to try new things. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, guys, uh, Halo Infinite is going to have free to play multiplayer. Fortnite is free. You're seeing Halo people run around. Kids are, people are going to be interested in Halo again. It's going to be free to play. Guys, this is objectively good for Halo. So shut the fuck up. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so moving on from that topic before I dig myself into a bigger hole. Um, You know, I just wanted to, you know, Christmas is a week away. Um, So I thought I just, you know, we just take a couple minutes to maybe just discuss some of our favorite like wintery levels or some games that you're like that you love playing around Christmas time. I don't know, John, if you had any off the top of your head. Um, I'm trying to think of Christmas levels. I don't know why I'm going back to. I actually, believe it or not, had a PlayStation 2 when I was a kid. Oh, sure. And um, I'm thinking, uh, listen, Xbox will always be my baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am now thinking of like the South Park game where you throw snowballs at turkeys. And you can make oh, like, yeah. snowballs and you can throw at them. Dude, uh, I, I don't know why I remember that game. That just uh, like unlocked a fucking core memory. <laughs> Dude, fuck yeah. Like, no, that's I you know, I actually know what game you're talking about. I really haven't played that much of it, but I know exactly the game you're talking about. Uh it's like um It was on the older platforms, right? The that South Park game? Right. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. My cousin used to play that all the time. Um what the fuck? <laughs> you just sent me a message of poop. Okay. <laughs> I'll send you something better then. <laughs> but keep going. Bet. Oh, God. That's fucking hilarious. Um, I don't know. Like, one of the games that I uh, really enjoy playing around Christmas time, uh, it's going to sound really fucking generic, like really generic, but there's two missions, three missions that I always play around Christmas time. Um, it's the Covenant from Halo 3, and the, the last section of the Covenant from Halo 3, and then the two levels in Halo 2 that are the, um, like, the two Arbiter missions. Um, I can't remember what they're called, like, Sacred Icon and Quarantine Zone. Man, those are, like, fucking Christmas missions to me. Like, I just love oh, playing yeah. those. Oh, yeah. I always love doing that. Um, and then Star Wars games. Yeah, dude, Yes. Star Wars, dude. Star Wars is Christmas for me and my family. Star Wars is Christmas. So last year I was it was a fucking treat to play Jedi Fallen Order. Um around Christmas, because for me, it's like you're running around with Christmas lights with a lightsaber. Um Dude, plus that poster. Oh yes. <laughs> the 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 uh the really, really big uh Rise of Skywalker poster. That looks kick ass. <laughs> It is kick-ass. Yeah, we have it. We still have it hung up uh, on my dad's. Um, oh, hell yeah. It's fucking sick. Um, but yeah, I mean, Star Wars, I mean, th- those are the movies, like, ever since 2015, really, when my wife and I, who was my girlfriend at the time, we just started dating for uh, The Force Awakens. So that was coming up, and I think I remember, I think that's the year that Star Wars Battlefront came out as well. So I played a lot of that around the same time. And ever since 2015, for me, Christmas has been 
Star Wars related. So really, you just throw me in any Star Wars game around the holidays, and it feels great. Especially like the old uh, Battlefront games and Jedi Knife. Uh, Dude, Jedi I just game. recently replayed uh, both Battlefront games with actually Austin. Oh shit! No way. That was a lot of fun. I didn't realize how good I was at shooters because, like, uh, not to throw shade or anything, but every match that we played, I won. <laughs> <laughs> As it should be. Which way? Which ones did you play? The old, the old Battlefront games, or the newer oh, yeah. ones? The old ones. The old ones. The, the newer old ones, ones, I actually don't like that much, but the old ones are. Yeah, yeah the newer ones, I've. I have my problems with. I have quite a few problems with them, actually. The new, uh, there's a new uh, uh, Star Wars Squadrons game that came out this year. That's actually pretty sick, though. Dude, um, like I was talking with Austin, I think, like literally, I was telling him, I was like, if they released a Star Wars Battlefront like series, like it was one and two, and they remastered it, and they're like, yep, selling it for seventy dollars a pop or ninety dollars a pop for this special edition, I'd be like, cool, here's my money. Yeah. Uh, like just easily you'd be like cool there it is there it is yeah i mean fuck dude uh yeah for yeah for christmas yeah man christmas is star wars star wars is christmas mandalorian tonight in 30 minutes it's gonna be fucking amazing <laughs> i have four episodes to catch up on four episodes you haven't even seen the best episodes yet john what the fuck bro you're gonna lose your shit man oh i'm so excited for you man I envy you, man. I just, to- I, I'm weird. I prefer to binge shows. Like, I'm like, I hate waiting for like the next episode because, like, I'm just so bad at shit like that. No, so by the time I really, by the time I realize there's another episode out, I'm like, oh, I'm four episodes behind. No, you're good, bro. No, that's totally fine. No, uh, streaming is a little bit it is actually. I, I used to prefer streaming, but now I don't even watch TV anymore. Um. But oh, dude, you're about to watch my favorite Star Wars movie, basically, because <laughs> I like to say now that the Mandalorian is now my favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah, it's totally which is technically cheating, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's so, so good, dude. I love it. Oh my god, you're gonna you're in for great four episodes, five episodes if you're counting this one. Yeah, I'm gonna try to watch all of them, but uh, we'll see because I have to wait work at uh, 9:45 in the morning. Oof. Yeah, don't don't fucking kill yourself over it though, bro. Pace yourself through the weekend. It's going to be a good weekend for you. Um, I didn't pour that much, goddamn. <laughs> He's trying to get his Pepsi. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, a lot of really cool uh, Christmassy games. I know the new Cold War, they just came out with um, a zombies mode called Jingle Hells that what? I played a little today. Yeah, it's like the all the zombies are wearing Santa hats and the big boss dudes like riding the reindeer, which are hellhounds, but looking amazing. The reindeer. Yeah, it's so funny, dude. I love, I love Christmas maps. I remember back like in the call of duty four days, modern warfare, uh, they would remaster some of the maps to have Christmas lights all over it as it snowed. Uh, Halo five did the same thing as well. Um, with some of their maps, they had like Christmas lights and snow. Oh, hell yeah. I love that, dude. That's my, my my favorite when games do that. They add a little bit of a Christmas mode. Only way to do it. It is, dude. I fucking love it. So, um, I wish I could get Master Chief with a Christmas hat in Fortnite, but whatever. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but yeah, man, I I don't know. I We've actually gone on for quite a while. My brain's a little bit dead. I can't really think of too much revolving around Christmas, unfortunately, at the moment. I don't know about you. Uh, if I'm being honest, I'm, I'm pretty brain dead as well. 
Big Rip. Big Rip in the chats, ladies and gentlemen. Big Frank. Rip. Well, that's right there. I think, uh, you know, I think if we're able to, we'll probably be able to do one more podcast episode before 2021. If possible, if we can squeeze it in, you know, it'd be fun to do like, uh, you know, our top favorite games of this year, the games that we're most anticipated for next year and stuff like that. So then also uh, Noble Core's one year anniversary. Yeah, that's that's coming up. That's next month, bro. What the? F- yeah, dude. Noble Core going strong for a full year. Dude, that is insane. Next month is going to be a party month, man. Dude, yes. It's going to get us through, dude. And seriously, going into 2021, I know we've been saying this for like almost an entire year now, going to you know, approaching Halo Infinite, but that's not our fault. Halo Infinite got delayed. So, um, you know, we're going to be really kicking it into gear again when we get close to Halo Infinite. Because before, when we were getting a ton of Halo Infinite news, we were getting like two or three podcasts a week at that point. And they were all like an hour to hour and a half. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, a couple months into 2021, we'll be able to do have enough content to start doing more podcasts a week. Um, so I'm really excited to see what we could do in 2021. It's going to be a bit busy, but it's going to be good. Hopefully oh, yeah. it's better than whatever the fuck 2020 is. Jesus Christ. I've got good feelings about it. It's always the odd years that are the best. You got a good point there. 2007. Yeah. Yeah. 2015. Yeah. Yeah. 27. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Fuck. <laughs> 2019. <laughs> 20, Halo Outpost. Yeah. It's a big W. Yep, told you, man. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and jump to our conclusion. Uh, like always, we appreciate you guys to um, listening and supporting us. It really, really means a lot to not just me, but also Grunt right over here. Um, True. And if you could, just please, 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 at least for our Christmas, just share it uh, amongst your friends, um, your fellow peers, because you know we we do want to grow, we want to evolve, and. Uh, you know, we want to get a lot better at this. So, you know, if you have any questions, feel free to just shoot us an e- uh, not an email, but like a DM, I guess, on Twitter it's called. <laughs> it's also yeah, awesome yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, but, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, just always shoot us a DM or, you know, like um, tag us and stuff. You know, we absolutely love doing stuff like this. If you, th- you know, if there's something that you want us to like discuss, like I'd absolutely ha- uh, love to have more discussions on here. Uh, but yeah, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Absolutely. And, you know, as far as, you know, places to DM us and always catch up with our content, you know, you can check us out on Twitter. Uh, you know, the podcast is at the Noble Core. That's kind of the main, uh, that's kind of our main podcast there, uh, our p- main podcast uh, Twitter account. So definitely check that out. Uh, we got at John the Chief 117 over here. Follow him. He's got some always wholesome Halo content coming out every once in a while. It's fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Um, and then I would say, you know, follow me at the Noble Grunt, but because Twitter's uh, awesome, I'm suspended again. <sighs> so we're doing that. we're doing that again, I guess. Uh, so I don't really have a Twitter account. So I guess if you need to get a hold of me, just message at the Noble Core. I'll probably be lingering around there until about probably until 2021. I'm trying to get my account back. It, it looks like it was a potential hacker that got into my email. And there was another account that was created that was using my identity and they both got reported and it's just kind of a disaster. So um, if I have to create a brand new account, I will probably be doing so in the first week of 2021 to give that a week or two to get fixed. But we'll see how that goes. Yay. (laughs) Definitely, definitely, man. And then it looks like you do have uh, one more thing. Yeah, yeah. So... Hey, you know what? If you guys enjoy this, consider visiting informedpixel.com. 
uh, where I come out with several written pieces a week. I'm one of the lead writers there, kind of one of the lead reviewers. Uh, I've got an Xbox Series X review coming out at some point here. There, we've had some issues with uh, um, going over some of the reviews. Not that it's just kind of like a really really busy time. There's a ton of news going over. Um, and we're kind of a little bit light staffed, so we're trying to get everything taken care of, but, uh, there are a lot of great articles on there. I'm writing almost every single day. So definitely check that out. And I really appreciate you guys who do. Um, but you know, from there, you know, this has been the Noble Cord podcasts. We you see you next week for hopefully the last episode of the Noble Cord podcast for 2020. And we'll see you next year as well. Noble Cord out. <laughs>